1: everyone welcome to episode 19 19 of these that's insane
2: we're gonna hit another 10 soon
1: that's that's true that's (laughs) true next week double could you imagine getting (laughs) episode 20 Uh,
2: no i can't i I really can't believe we're going to be at episode 20 soon
1: yeah i know it feels like we just started
2: not really but okay
1: oh what (laughs) i feel like we just started i don't know i
2: honestly think we've been we've been doing this for a while since January?
1: Yeah, sometime after Yes, Virginia, we just picked up and... That's crazy. Kept going. I know.
2: And we're still going. And no signs of stopping.
1: Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, wanna, I at least want to get through everybody who's been involved at the, at the theater.
2: Do you think once we get through everyone, we'll have, like, transition this podcast into something else?
1: I don't know. If, th- we,
2: if we ever ran out of material...
1: I feel like we could just have everyone on again. Like, my mom was like, oh, I forgot to talk about this, this, this. So, like, I mean, we are going to have her on again, but, like, I don't know. I think we could at least squeeze two episodes out of people.
3: (laughs)
2: Yeah.
1: And then by the time we get through everyone, maybe the people from the beginning will have more stories they want to go through. I don't know. Sounds good. Got it. I feel like everyone at the, the theater talks a lot, so... (laughs) <laughs> we won't run out of stuff anytime soon. We didn't introduce ourselves. We just got right into that. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm DJ. I'm Alex. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening. If you've listened to all 19 or you're new, welcome. Um, yeah, we we just, we have fun here. We do. We have fun.
2: And we have a fun guest today.
1: We do. Uh, I'm going to get into the beef. I have some beef. Um, last week I was, I was nice. I didn't share my beef, but... I'm feeling beefy this week and my beef is um not covering your mouth when you cough. <laughs> no, That's yeah. foul. It's disgusting. It's uh <laughs> it's inconsiderate. It's ignorant. It's
2: What about sneezing?
1: Sneezing too. Cover your they when there when there is that whole thing of like putting it in your elbow. It's like that. Okay. I'm yes. with it. I'm with it. Every time I cough, every time yeah, I sneeze, I time. boom, I go right into my elbow. When people cough into their hand, Sneeze into their hand. It drives me wild. It drives me wild. And you can get in. Oh yeah, and into the shirt. You
0: can get in on this too. Okay. Because uh, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even on the elbow, because those that still touches stuff.
1: You, yeah.
0: You, you go down here, and it's like your own your own ick is in being self absorbed into you. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah, into all those skin
0: cells. Yes. Yeah.
1: It's it's <laughs> it is disgusting. I am
0: composed of my own filth.
1: Did
2: Did someone? Cough into their hands or not cover their mouth.
1: Everyone, recently, everyone. Like I see it every, uh, truly every day. I mm-hmm. see it, and it's it's everyone, and it's just foul. And someone's like, oh, I'm just like choking on something, or or oh, it's just allergies. I don't care what it is. You are spreading <laughs> your germs.
0: Cover Wait, your someone's mouth.
2: Choking on something, <laughs> and you're just they're like I don't care what it is. <laughs>
0: Person's turning blue, and you're like rude, <laughs> rude. Cover if you cover
1: your <laughs> mouth, I will come
0: over and help exactly. you. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no.
1: It it's just the most
0: disgusting thing you I've ever seen. You put the ick in Heimlich. <laughs> 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 wow, <laughs> that's gotta be in the description. <laughs> yeah, that, that's
2: your description.
3: <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, it's just it. That is my beef, and it will always be my beef. Just just cover up, Get, and not with your hand, please. Not with your hand. It's ooh, ooh. and I like shaking hands. I'm a handshaker. Mm. So, then it's like, did this person cough in their mouth? Did they or cough on their hand? Did they sneeze on their hand? And now I'm now it's all over me. So I carry hand sanitizer on me. I got a little Bath and Body Works pumpkin. Ooh. <laughs> I keep it
0: filled with hand sanitizer. You
2: know, I buy hand sanitizer and then I forget about it.
0: Wait a minute. Yeah. up uh, uh, So we've got. Wait a minute. If I don't have mine, I'm going to not be able to talk. I usually have some on me. I was going to put you down as being the lady of the room and not having it. <laughs> Mine's not on me, so I'm shutting <laughs> shut my mouth. So
2: it's okay. I usually don't have any on me. It's in my car. but
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, this came in clutch, my hand sanitizer, because so one day at work, I ran out of deodorant. And it's a hot summer day. I'm, I work in a warehouse, and it's just sweaty, moving all the time. And I'm like, I, what am I supposed to do? I took the hand sanitizer and i put it under my under my armpits that (laughs) works (laughs) life hack i i I never thought of that it it was it was i'm I'm
0: french we're sweaty people we need these (laughs) (laughs) tips. i walked
1: around afterwards and everyone's like why does it smell like a like a girl's locker room in here and i'm like i don't know man i don't know It wow. was some kind of bath and body Works sent all over me. I feel like
2: that me. would sting your armpits, though. Like when you have a cut and you put it over Sometimes
0: it. Sometimes hygiene hurts. <laughs> That's true. You just okay. True. suffer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, so that was a beef. Well, okay, now that okay. he's
2: in on it, do you have beef? Yeah. Maybe we should introduce. Yeah. You know what? We should introduce the guests, and then have the beef segment because maybe they the want. The world to add- is
0: wondering who this voice is. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they did not read the episode description or the picture attached. They're just like, no, no, no. I'm going. I'm going fresh. This could be anybody. This could be. Desmond Tutu. We don't know. I... Maybe
2: we go the entire episode
3: not <laughs> named it. Guess who
0: it is. Just put the the little question mark sit little out like they did in Pokemon. Who's yeah, that, who's that one? Pokemon? It's
1: Squirtle. <laughs> all right. Well. So are we not introducing? Are we introducing? I
2: don't know. What do you think? What do I, you think?
1: I am just going with the flow here. So <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. So from now on, we'll
0: introduce them. Then we'll say the beef.
3: Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> That's good. Because you're talking about. Hygienic stuff, and I work for a health agency where, you know, and so that's why I was, I was miming you like, no, cough in your shirt, cough in your shirt, and so thank you. I was like, you could, you could talk, yay, I have a voice. Yeah, well, usually we're like, all right,
1: stay quiet until we we introduce you. But, Don't speak. A yeah, not one unless peep. spoken to.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> naughty. <laughs> no eye contact. No eye contact. Oh, sorry. As we're locked in this glass. <laughs> Can I? I can, can, no, no, just sit there. You guys leave. Turn off the lights. Hello, hello. I think something's chewing at my ankle. Someone's I've fallen down. Me. Someone's
1: kicking. Oh me
3: right there. I was right there with it, like, uh... I've fallen down.
1: Um. Okay. Well, if you haven't guessed, our guest is Paul McGinnis. Oh. Woo! Shocking! Um. All right. I still have. I have something. Um.
2: Wait. Is it beef related?
0: No, okay, I'm great. over. We we I'm over ask the beef. About his beef. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll continue do, the beef first. You continue have the beef. beef. Yeah, I have a beef. So next episode, your twentieth. Yes. And I, you put me on 19? <laughs> I was just. I I I thought it was going to be like an anniversary of this big thing. Now, who cares about 19? Oh, people could just automatically skip this stuff based on numbers alone. I was like, I could have been like your 10th second 10th. But uh true. so I'm going to leave. I'll be back uh next episode. <laughs> just fill the time here. No, no. Um <laughs> that's all. Okay.
1: We should call the we should call Narx episode, the second 10th. The
0: second 10th. <laughs> I like
1: that. That's a good one. I like
0: that too. Oh, please do. Oh, I I will be so happy. So this would be 19th. This is the second 9th plus 1. <laughs> 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 Why did they get all mathy in these episodes all of a sudden? <laughs> fun, fun, work for find oh X God. in this solution. And the X is Paul fine, McGinnis.
2: Find X. And then you circle the X on the <laughs> Found
0: it. There it is.
2: <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> All right. Is this a theater podcast or? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. Okay. Is this a podcast? You know what? I've seen multiple people in the theater cough without covering their mouth. Ugh. People were getting sick during Frankenstein left and right. Mm-hmm. And so I made an announcement. I'm like, guys, I, I'll tell you why you're getting sick. It's yeah. because I walk back here none of you are covering your mouth when yeah. you cough. Probably
2: why I got sick during Here We Sit.
0: Yeah, I mean, people just just cover your mouth. Mm, it was a, it was a big, big cast too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: Were you the culprit?
0: It was not. No, because I first of all hand sanitizer galore. Second of all, oh, right, right, all right. the <laughs> coughs and seizures go down here. Right.
2: right. Oh yeah. You into work the, for into health the shirt. I work
0: for. Yes. I. I um, <laughs> so I made sure. I, I you know I, I had bad allergies. Um, I even lost my voice. I think the second weekend, uh, which of course. Of all the times to lose my voice on a show, (laughs) and I have to be screaming things like "moo like a cow." (laughs) 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 Uh,
2: (laughs) This podcast is just us making animal noises. That's
0: it. That's it. Okay, which ones? You have to guess it though. Okay, ready? Waga waga waga. That's not a thing. That's a lemur caught in a washing machine. It Sounds like a frog with a sore throat. <laughs> 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 yeah, that too. That's a <laughs> sore awesome. throat. He needs a lozenge. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Okay. Um, so I have a s- bit of a surprise. A bit um, of a surprise. A bit of a surprise. <laughs> now I'm gonna now I'm not gonna do it. Now oh, you just, now you oh, just lost Oh he's just stormed out.
0: Please <laughs> come back.
1: Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> Fill the time. Yeah, what are we talking about? Okay. Um, you have mentioned that you wanted something, so I I'm just gonna give it to you first.
2: <gasps> what?
1: Bum, bum, bum. That is
2: so cool.
1: I have wow. just handed over I Starry Night podcast hat.
2: Thank you so much. I'm guessing. How did you get this? Your sister, my
1: sister Rosie, made it. Thank you, Rosie. Shout out.
2: Appreciate you. I love it. I will. Well, I want to put it on, but it is very hot in
0: here. I'm I'm sporting mine. I was. (laughs) See, you did exactly what I thought you were (laughs) going to. Is she going to take the (laughs) earbud things off, or is she going to put it right over the top of it?
2: Headphones off, so (laughs) they just. uh,
0: Let's go.
2: As my head is really small, <laughs>
1: but we're, it's okay. We're the only two on the planet to have these hats. Ooh,
2: and we'll always be the only two.
1: I don't know. I, I'm just like, kidding. We have to get into merch.
0: Yeah, That's a whole thing. Okay, it's a no. whole thing. I would do a teacher. My hat. My head isn't really hat shaped. <laughs> so
2: is your head too big?
0: No, it's just it's weird shape. It's lumpy. <laughs> so that's why I have oh I have a good hairstylist, thankfully. But when I put a hat on it, it, it But it, a beanie shouldn't. I would. It would. <laughs> I'm just I my my head just rejects hats. It oh says nay, sir. Nay. <laughs> so All right.
1: Well, thank you.
2: Uh, I love it.
1: Yes. Thank you for being my host.
2: This but will if, be my go-to
0: winter. If you guys do t-shirts, I would do a hat. t-shirt in a second. I would buy a t-shirt.
1: We talked about getting a t-shirt for yeah, all of our did. guests yeah. and handing it out. So, it's something that we're working on. Not really, but. <laughs> I was going to say, we haven't
2: really started, but we should.
0: Probably, Probably the 20th about... to 20th uh, episode <laughs> yeah, where you, you jump out. on it. Like, Son
2: of <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, everyone after Everybody the 20th. Yeah, get, no they one get before. Get get They're getting, oh, they get Manny Petties when they go on the show. <laughs> 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 Who said breakfast? Somebody said breakfast. Oh, yeah. That yeah. <laughs> won't happen. <laughs> right. oh, that's, no, that's feed yourself, people. <laughs> that I'm okay with. Come on.
2: You think we're made of money here? Right. Yeah, come
1: on. I mean we make millions Unless off of this. Someone pod. wants
2: to sponsor us and um
1: That's right. My brother asked if we could buy his he sells water bottles.
0: We asked. he asked if we could buy his water bottle. Very nice water bottles. I bought one. Oh, all right. So your dad was telling me about it. Wait, online. he
2: sells his water bottles? Yes. Wait, he makes them? What
0: yeah,
1: he has he it's called See the Change. Shout out see the Change. Um it's spelled S E A. Yes, S E A. So you buy a bottle, and oh. a portion of it goes to ocean conservation. And uh, he he's like, okay, so you buy a bottle, and then sponsor me. And <laughs> that's how it <Wait>, I- works. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> then sponsor me. It's like I was like, I would I would shout you out if you give us a free bottle. Just one of us a free like you get the free bottle, and I buy one and he's like uh no you can buy them and then you sponsor me still.
0: Dude, <laughs> we just kind of shouted him out though yeah, I know. <laughs> should yeah. we not that should was
1: we a not? Free oh my god <laughs> free, free. Shout out. oh no <laughs> uh, he shout out shout out mike he just graduated high school i oh, saw no.
2: congratulations
1: and he made um states for track oh nice crazy yes. yeah
0: i didn't even recognize him I think during Night of the Living Dead he was there, and he said and he said hi to me, and I'm like, who's this guy? <laughs> and then it finally hit me just on contact. Like, wait, that's Mikey! Holy cow! Yeah. So yeah,
1: he's he's so different than his yeah. <laughs> little pipsqueak. Because last time he was at the theater, he was like four feet tall. and <laughs> yeah. Had the bowl haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and now he's and a- that was a year ago. So. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. So shout out, Mike.
2: Okay. How much do these bottles cost?
0: Uh, I don't know any of that. It, I'm I, sorry. I want to say it was 30? Yeah. It's a good bottle, though. It <laughs> holds a lot of water. Yes. And it helps turtles, and I'm pro turtle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't think anyone's thinking. I'm, I'm sorry. Really. I know we're supposed
0: to take stances on this thing to get all, like, all edgy on this, but that's I am like pro-turtle. A, that's like a too political on the <laughs> right? yeah. A lot of people are complaining, oh, excuse me, turtles killed my parents. <laughs>
1: oh. I want to dump more trash into the exactly. ocean. Exactly. Wow. But how do we know turtles don't like being choked? Tr- Never mind. <laughs> we're getting weird oh here. <laughs> all right. One last thing. Uh, the member events. Tracy and I had a meeting on Saturday morning, and <laughs> mm-hmm. we nailed out all the member events. We now have dates for every event this year. We have seven, I want to say, seven That's events crazy. strictly for members. That's not counting the Halloween party. That's for so everyone.
2: Currently, you cannot. I know oh. I can't. <laughs> I want to though, so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take uh. my money. <laughs> we have uh, what do we have? We have we have a game night slash karaoke. We combine them. Mm-hmm. So you could do both.
2: So if you don't want to do karaoke, you could do games.
1: Yeah, and you'll still be able to hear the karaoke, <laughs> and everyone still
0: has a good time. I think you should should be part of the game. Like you know, you you you're on twi- on the twister board, but you have to sing Volari at the same time <laughs> and not drop the mic. <laughs> All right, now we're getting somewhere. That's something. I, that's in see? entertainment.
1: See, yeah. that's a good yeah. one. So this this we said this is like the trial year. We'll see what happens. We have. It, on the podcast, it was a zombie prom, yeah. but it is changed to a vampire ball. <laughs> um, uh, shout out Bob Cunningham who suggested that in the comments, and then Tracy just went crazy for it. <laughs> so
2: she preferred the vampire. Is it ball only going
0: to be vampires? Is it open to undead of any kind?
1: I I, I guess we could open it undead okay. of any kind. All right, yeah, might as well. All right, cool. Um, so there's that. There's um, I think we might throw a movie night in at some point. We have the Super Bowl. Where we pick the game—it's a Bills Jets game. Yum! And uh, we're gonna make soup and <laughs> chilies. And...
0: <laughs> why did you yum before the food? <laughs> <laughs> yum!
3: I, oh, I meant yum for the soup, okay.
0: Oh. <laughs> Oh, I get it because <laughs> he said Bill's Jets, and you went, "Yum!" Like, oh, Mama, like, I, I was, like I'm not shaming at any level, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. I'm not like that. I'm okay. And then what else? What what
1: other events? I can't think of the other events. I, I want to name all a Christmas party. We have a Christmas party that we're going to have. Um, that's early December, so it doesn't interfere with everything.
2: Is the Halloween uh, party included in this? Or is no.
1: It- it's the Halloween party is open to everyone, so you don't have to be a member to come to that. So it's not counted. I think there's like six or seven events, so, and we'll release the schedule. If you want to become a member, you have only a few days. This comes out Monday, so you have three days to do what it. What
2: if something happens and you miss the deadline? Can you still
1: look? If somebody comes <laughs> comes and they're like, "Please, man, I'm I'm begging you, I'm on my hands <laughs> and knees." I mean, maybe I can he's, work something out. He's
0: making unblinking eye contact at me as he says that. <laughs> if he begs and grovels like the pathet- pathetic little dog he is, maybe I will allow yes, him.
1: Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would not want to to keep it open that long. But yeah. I mean, maybe we can work something out. But just become a member now. Yeah. Just give yeah. your just hand your money over, man. <laughs> yeah, come on. It's twenty
2: dollars. What? What
1: you want I mean, for? Mike's
2: water bottles are more expensive.
1: Yeah. We gotta talk about raising prices for next year. If this year goes well.
3: Oh, for members? Yeah.
1: Because it's a trial run. We have all these events now. So true. we're yeah, we're doing more with more it. Than
2: that is
0: so true. Easy access, or I should say easy access. <laughs> right. Early access. That turned wrong. Early access to the the Shows and everything, but yeah, you, you, now that you're throwing more stuff into it, yeah, absolutely. membership has its price
1: that's right <laughs> that's right and and we'll get more events included and and do more, but this is the trial year, we'll see how it goes. We also plan a date for a chicken dinner, Ooh. so
2: Ooh, chicken yum yeah yes.
1: there's a yum that's a winner winner <laughs> so oh. <chicken> dinner. <laughs> oh. yeah, so that's I, that that's it. get that out there. become a member it's that ed- easy. Twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's that
0: easy. Well, it's that
2: easy. okay, they can get it online.
1: You could, you could just message. You could literally DM us or private message us, whatever app you use. <laughs> Send me a text.
0: Wasn't didn't there used to be a thing where you click this and you become a member? Is that y- now yes. the site anymore? We, we did it for the COVID years. I don't know that okay. it's on the site now. And it that should was be. my thing. I I I, I thought I <laughs> it could wasn't just wasn't working. I saw. I didn't see a link. I saw all these things. I I went throughout the whole website. Um. And so I was just going to message, but I'm like, I'll just see DJ on Sunday and I'll ask.
1: Yeah. So now so. we should put that back up.
0: Uh, and, yeah. and yeah, then people, so people are quicker to it. do it, but they're on the say, Oh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'm just probably just perusing. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I got $20 and in, 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 in interest.
1: That's right. <laughs> that,
0: yeah. That's a good
1: idea. I'll, we'll, we got to get that back up there and, and grow our membership. And that's, <laughs> that's the thing. If, if like, nobody shows up to these events... Then it's done. Uh, yeah, they're gone. And so you
0: got to show up. Yeah, you got to show up to the events. We did movie nights way back when, and they were great. Like like Jesse put up the the we used to have the plastic things that we would just project against. Them. Yes, and it looked so good. We did Jaws the one time. Ooh, that's a good. And one. I don't remember which other ones we did. I think we did Night of the Living Dead before the first time, right before we did the first live production of it. Yeah. So just to kind of get people. Yeah. You know. That's awesome. And
1: he 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 was talking to me about it, and we kind of experience the same thing yeah like you started out strong and then three movie nights in like everyone stopped showing up yeah <laughs> and so yeah I, I, i'm not opposed to doing them again but people just have to show up to them right
2: i think they will i think you know with this podcast and everything else going around with the theater going on with the theater i think we'll get people
1: yeah i hope so
2: is there going to be a poll for which movie we should watch
1: yeah we did that last time, and uh, Amanda set up the poll. It was her and I like working together towards a movie night, and I wanted I said Jurassic Park, Ooh. and she wanted Princess Bride, mm-hmm. and Two good ones. I think Jaws was the third one, which like I love Jaws, but nobody mm-hmm. voted for Jaws. I <laughs> mean, like maybe a couple people did, but everyone started voting for Princess Bride. Like the first movie night back, we're not gonna have a T Rex on our stage. I won't. I said I won't go. I won't go if it's Princess <laughs> Bride. So. Uh, I I sent everyone a text. Like, just vote for this and show <laughs> up. And they voted for it, and they didn't show up. So I kind of rigged it, but wow. I don't regret it because I have a picture of a T Rex on our stage now. So that's sick. <laughs> it was worth it. Where Princess Bride? Where's this picture?
2: <laughs> Where this picture?
1: Uh, on my phone. We posted it, I think.
2: I thought you just said I have a picture of a T Rex on the yeah,
0: stage. Yeah, the T the sta- the, the Rex was on the stage, and he took a picture of it. Oh yeah. okay. no, I read it. But I heard it the first way you did. Like somehow there's there's permanently a picture yeah, of a T Rex. Oh, Whoa. like Batman's cave. There's a permanent <laughs> giant penny and a T Rex on the stage that I, will never disappear. But I, 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 I through context clues, got
1: it. I inferred. So I didn't. I thought you meant like there's an actual T Rex. On the stage, I was like, "Alex, come on now, <laughs> no. <laughs> come on."
0: <laughs> he's auditioning for Sweeney Todd. He, he only got chorus, and he's mad. He, but he, he can't he, hold he, the scissors yeah. with those tiny hands.
2: <laughs> I think if we have a Jurassic Park movie night, everyone should wear those blow-up dinosaurs and long.
1: then fight. <laughs> yeah, fight <laughs> <laughs> at them, fight. <laughs> I would. I'm all for that. I'm all for it. All right. All right. So that's members. That's beef. That's your hat. I think we're good. I think we covered everything. Uh oh,
0: what?
2: Word of the day. Come on,
0: come on.
2: You know this is the thing.
0: Ooh, I love words. Are great.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Spelling is fun.
1: Okay, I gotta find one I don't know.
0: You know, I usually get one. I usually get um. Oh, you have one too. I have. I get an email to me every day. Let me see if I got my email to me today. Yes. What if we uh, had the oh, same word? It's a boring one, no. Stentorian. Mine's ginkgo. <laughs>
1: I don't know what that is. You don't
0: know what a ginkgo is? No. It's, um, it's a kind of tea, but it's a large shade tree native to China, having fan-shaped leaves and fleshy seeds with edible kernels. <laughs> <laughs> ginkgo kernel. balboa is what they put in energy yeah. drinks.
2: Yep.
1: Oh, all right. See, there's another word. Stentorian. My word is stentorian. Extremely loud. The actor's stentorian voice carried across the
0: stage and all the way to the last row. How appropriate, because wow, yeah. I feel I'm very stentorian. <laughs> My classes often feel I'm very stentorian. Like, Mr. McGannis, can you stop screaming at us? <laughs> I'm not. This is how I speak. <laughs> you must talk to the last row It's stage. <laughs>
1: That's true, though. Yep. Stentorian. True.
0: Stentorian. Stent- I'll forget it. S-T-E-N-T?
2: Stentorian or yeah. stentorian?
1: S. Stentorian.
0: That's my. I'm going to call myself the stentorian from (laughs) moving forward. Good
2: one, honestly. It's like the stallion, (laughs) but exactly.
0: (laughs) always coming to the stage as the stentorian.
1: (laughs) Hi. Why
0: does he call himself
1: that? Why do my ears hurt? (laughs) That's what. That's what we should put. So, so it's,
2: it's
0: scene 19, the Stentorian. Yeah. Stentori. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I, I'm playing double for my membership now just for that. I don't care who takes 20 now, I still win.
2: Uh, that's a good one. No, we really should.
0: Okay, so
1: we'll have to remember that. I'll forget by the end of this.
2: No, come on, you, just, you have so many clues now to remember Stentorian.
1: I was a little bit late today because I forgot where my, I put my keys, so I'll forget this too.
2: Okay. I was wondering where you were going with that. Like, how does this relate?
1: I forget everything.
0: That's how it relates. My memory is lost. He's not even here yet, is what he's saying. (laughs) He's so late right now, and he's projecting his thoughts into the past.
2: Uh, Okay. All
0: right.
1: Should we? Yeah. Let's get to the guests now. Do you want to ask, or do you want me to ask? First question. what are we
2: really asking? We should just let them tell their story.
1: Yeah, we have to ask their story. We're just going to sit back, and Paul does all the talking.
0: I was born in a little hospital in Buffalo.
1: Okay. We, just, we don't host anymore. We're just going <laughs> to sit just, here. You talk. Hey, hey, just Paul, tell your story. Paul, come on. Come on. What? You guys aren't asking questions. Can I have yeah. a potato chip? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: How did you get your start with the theater? With the theater. Great story. Great <laughs> question, DJ. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> On the edge of my seat, waiting to say it. The year was... No, maybe I shouldn't say the year because that'll age me, but it was a while ago. and okay, um, we have
2: to set it up, though. Oh, we have to set up the timeline. You have to share the Well,
0: sigh, though. That kind of says I'm not, <laughs> oh, I'm not as young as I used to be. <laughs> the year was 2002, So I was five years old. (laughs) Uh, I had, i have never done, I'd done stage work in college. I I went to college for theater. I wanted to be a stand-up comedy when I was in college. Uh, That never happened. And then I just kind of fell away from it. And I don't even know what led me to, I needed to do something. I, I needed to just. Uh, I wanted to perform, and I was—I saw in Art Voice two auditions. One was for, I don't remember what company, but the other was for the Ghost Light for uh, a little show called Arsenic and Old Lace. And I auditioned, and there was a cop part that I wanted that was kind of fun that he was Trying to sell his script to the one of the lead characters, and that's the part I kind of wanted as I was reading through it. But I got caught. I got cast in a different cop part. It was a smaller part, but it wasn't no small ro- roles, people. <laughs> and uh, it wasn't one that uh, Don was directing, because normally Don directs the the. It was Jesse had taken over, and uh, I remember getting the script, and I think I only had four lines, and so I memorized them immediately. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna be ready. And then I showed up for the read-through, and the guy who was playing the cop part that I wanted didn't show. So they're like, hey, Paul, would you read this, too? I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, sure. So I read it, and great, and, you know, was, was happy with my part. And then the next day I get a phone call. Yeah, that guy backed out. Would you want to play the other cop? I'm like, yes, <laughs> so much. So I then memorized that part right away. So I was so excited. We did our, through walk, our first walkthrough, and... The guy who played Jonathan Brewster who's like the lead villain didn't show. And my part wasn't until the second act, and they needed somebody to just stand in place for the blocking. And I said, Yeah, I'll do it. I'm I'm just you know, I'm I'm just sitting around, sure. So I, I I did that and it was it was um a lot of fun. And then I remember showing up to the next rehearsal and Jesse coming up to me and going, Hey Paul, can we talk outside? <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, I'm getting fired!" I was like, "Oh, I just my first show, and I I, what have I done? What did I I reach too high? I'm sorry." I was like, "And so it was. It was April. It was really cold outside, but I was like." Should I bring my jacket? <laughs> Thinking he's going to... Wa- and he goes, I don't care. I'm like, well, fine. I'm not going to bring my jacket that way. Th- they'll have to face me again as I come and get my stuff. That's- they're not just going to get rid of me that easily. So he goes up there and he's like, he's like, um, yeah, the-, the guy who played that villain is backing out too. And you read it good. Would you want to play that part now? And now I memorized two other parts at this point. But this was like such a great part, Jonathan Brewster. I was like... Y- yeah, and he's okay. Well, you did, and he's talking to me. I'm freezing my butt off because I didn't bring my jacket, and I'm like sitting there, trying to look calm, and I'm just like all giddy. That, uh, and then um, I remember uh, um, then Don made a speech. I didn't know who he was at the time. The level of I just yeah. he was he played Teddy Brewster, so I knew he was funny, but I didn't realize how important he was in the thing And so he was angry that all these people were were backing out. And he's like, all oh, these, people, you know. So he's given, and, and and then I, later on. <laughs> I, I think this was a loaded compliment. He just looked at me. and like, said, I don't think I would have ever cast you. It's like oh. <laughs> oh my god, but he didn't mean it <laughs> nasty. Yeah, but yeah. it was like almost that. I uh, that I'm glad you did get cast. Yes. So I mean, obviously he's he's cast me in other stuff. So 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 and he didn't. I'm saying it a lot nastier than than he did because he's. I don't think he has the ability to say things nasty. He's he's such a nice guy. And uh, but I just that always hits me that that. I kind of worked my way up through some mysterious disappearances. <laughs> and had like two two cast members mysteriously dropped out. And suddenly I'm the lead villain. <laughs> so and that, as they say, is history. Uh no, that, that's not how they say it all. The rest <laughs> is history. Wow, I didn't even get the simplest of why I'm out. I'm out. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so that was my start. Um and uh loyal member of the company since uh have done many many a production just uh i've seen the company grow and change and that's been a a, a cool thing too that i was it just it had just uh found the space when i was there so i i want to say it was the second and third show they had done at the theater that they're at uh, we're at now and i saw like the the pew get taken out the the giant there was a giant pipe organ where the sound is I don't remember if you remember that DJ you were, I don't you were remember little, you were little when I met you um and um that there was a huge huge pipe organ that we took a pipe at a time we took it up, we were allowed to take it apart and uh, like the back there was this huge pulpit that that was the back of the stage that took up like ninety percent of the stage that we we had to take it apart uh, bit by bit. So I watched even the the space change as I as I got to be there and and do the cruise and things like that. So uh, you learn so much. It's one of the things I, I I learned by becoming a member of this company. You know I had acted and I had performed, but I hadn't really understood what it was like. Like even to write, you know, as a, as a as a current writer, you know, I, I think I picked up a lot of that from watching your father and watching his process and uh, knowing the difference between. Uh, stage writing and film writing are, are things that I kind of picked up along the way.
1: Yeah, well, that's awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, what? Where did you go from there? From from moving up into that part? Did you audition again right away? Or did yeah.
0: You... Oh, yeah. Right away. The, the, was the next one the musical? Uh, it would have been the May show. So yeah. yes, it, it was. It was Carousel, and I got the lead in Carousel right away. My second. My second show. Oh, that's was, awesome. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Bigelow. And, um, uh, and then the third show actually was, it's one of those things where, uh, uh, your, your father, I was, I was rehearsing in the, in in the basement and your dad comes up to me and, and just, um, says, um, so are you at all, were you at all interested in in auditioning for our October show? I was like, I think so. Sure. And I, I remember talking to, to my, uh, some of the other members yesterday, I'm like, Don just asked me if I'm auditioning. Does that mean anything? He goes, that mean, And I had another show that was offered to me by another company who I won't mention. But I'm just going to say dodged a huge bullet. But um, <laughs> <laughs> after seeing some of the shows, I was like, ooh. <laughs> but uh, I was like, yeah, they, I, somebody else offered me an audition, but Don asked. And everyone's looking like, you are a fool if you do not. He personally asked you if you're – he doesn't do that ever. Uh, and that's when I got to play Wendell in uh, Final Notice, which was a character he let me build from the ground up, which I was uh, so honored. He said, well, this is kind of what I want, but I got to uh, – he was the, the handyman, and uh, I got to play him just as this total spacehead goofball, goofball uh, just out of it. And uh, we got to do a little bit of, of creating on the stage with what he did based on an already great script, so – and then from there, I was just hooked. I just saw, I, I saw the company. I saw a lot of what the company stood for. One of, I actually, I, I quote your father to this day when it comes to any projects that I'm doing. And there was one show I don't remember what it was, but we were having a lot of fun with it. But we were having more fun than we were doing good. And I'm going to mess up the quote, but it was something along the lines of like, look, we can have fun we can have a good show, we can have fun and have a good show, but if I have to choose only one, we're making a good show. And <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, you'll have fun, but we're going to make a good show first. And that's always been it. It's like, I want to look back and say, look, this is something I'm proud to be in, not just, oh yeah, I I was, I I was had a ball with my friends, I can do that outside of this. People are seeing this. This is standing in time, and, and you want uh, you want to look back it's funny I have more I, I'm, I'm more particular about the shows that I do the, the, the plays that I do than the films that I do because on stage it's like there's no record of me on stage and yeah I do these movies that I'm like whatever that's fine I'll, I'll do that thing and then like no I won't be a part of a bad production no that that's, that's <laughs> yeah but that's not forever burned in a film no and I am like yes but I will know I will know <laughs> in my heart that if it's not a good production
2: yeah, I would almost think it would be the opposite. It
0: should be the opposite, but no, I'm always like, oh, okay, I've been in some some stinkers that I'm, I'm – don't get me wrong. Pr- I probably wrote most of those stinkers. But uh, <laughs> I'm proud of everything I've done. But there's something – I don't know. I get a little uh, arrogant, I think, about my stage work uh, that I don't as much about my film work. So,
2: Do you prefer theater over film or they're different animals
0: they're very different animals which do i prefer i can't tell you there's something about the stage though that you can't recreate and one of the things i love the most about the stage is the process like you're you're it's not just you're given a script you figure it out you do your best you there's rehearsals there's growing you're working with all the other actors and even the ones that you're not performing directly Two have an impact on you, and to me that is amazing. like you and I can both do do something, and i we don 't say two words to each other, but oh, she did this in this scene that i 'm watching your journey, and i 'm going to be like well, this is going how i 'm going to change my performance ever so slightly and uh things like that, and I love that process. I love people who aren 't just going up there reading lines or saying words look these are the, it 's it's not just reciting it 's it's I am creating a persona I am or recreating a persona as it were, to to be and that's brilliant. Uh, film it's more like you don't get as much of that, so you got to do most of the work on your own. Some people don't even. I, I think there is a difference between an actor and a performer, and I hope that I'm I'm the latter. But sometimes I have just performed. It's like okay, this film I'm just gonna go do something goofy, fall over, make a face, and we. Y'all caught where in the stage I want to give a little bit more of myself because I have that time to do it. Yeah, that's awesome. I like that a lot because that
1: I have no experience in film, obviously, mm-hmm. but that's what I love about the stage so much. It's like yeah. it's such an intimate, if you don't come and see it. Yeah, it's just it's gone, and every and show in. is
0: so different. Yes, and I was like telling all these people who, well, I saw here we sit before. I'm like, you didn't see this here we sit, right? This is not. And don't get me wrong, I love the first time we did it, but I'm like, this was a different one. This was a completely different animal, even though some of the the exact same things. But you know, actress meltdown was so different, and I'm not saying which was better, but I, I was I was. In awe of of, of of that's just one of the many. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, you need to see it again to really experience how funny it is and how just moving it is, and and it's going to hit you on different levels. So it's not like oh, I watched this movie fifty times. You can watch you can watch the same production. A dozen times and get something different every time because yeah. based on because you're feeding off the audience, you're feeding off of each other. Mishaps happen, which sometimes are part of the fun, right? You know how do you you were I, I'm I always like when happy accidents happen where you're just um, something occurs that oh I, I I wouldn't do ever do that again, but it almost added to the performance. You know? yeah yeah.
1: Well, that's that's something that drives me wild is. Like, it came up a lot with Treasure Island, because we're doing mm. that again this year. Yes. Uh, we did it over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. First off, you don't remember it. I'll tell you right now, yeah. you don't remember it. And second, I'm directing. So, like, if you saw Frankenstein, like, you oh, saw yeah. the first time, and then you saw my version, they're completely different. Different.
0: Different animal altogether. Yeah, it was such a different thing. It was, I was in awe of, like, oh, I, I feel like I'm seeing this for the first time. I can see scenes that I remember, but, oh... This is done by this person now. And just – I mean the hanging scene alone, I was just like at edge of my seat, not even exaggerating uh, because I remember the first time how how dramatic that was. And i that's the first thing I asked, uh, asked Vanessa because she played it the first time. I'm like, how was it seeing somebody else in the hanging scene? And yeah. she goes, I got to play the hooded person and so I got to be a part of it. But she really – it affects her because that was her the first time. And it's like, ma, you look back finally. And I don't know if she's ever said, yeah, I love it when they, when they, they killed me, when they murdered (laughs) me for a crime I didn't commit. But, uh, it's, it's, yeah, prime example. And the, the different dynamic just with your, your two leads, you know, right. Uh, a casting, uh, a man who created himself in his own image just alone. The first that's the first thing I thought I'm like, oh he's God. He's making something. That's his arrogance. Of course he would make something know, that it looks just, made just like so him. much
2: sense to have that. It, it
0: was just this the, when I saw the casting, I, I was legitimate. I think I slow clapped in my head if not for real. I'm like, Yes. All right. Okay. Um that 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 makes so much sense. That why would why wouldn't you do that? And uh um and of course, first time was great too. I was part of the first time we did it, and sometimes it's sometimes you're like, do I do I uh, I want to be in this again, or do I want to see this again? Because there's pleasures on both sides of it. Yeah, that right. really are some of them that it's like, oh, okay, I can't wait to see it. Um, and that was my feeling on Frankenstein last year. So I was like, I just I cannot wait to actually get to experience this, going in knowing nothing. Yeah, yeah, so.
1: And so that that's like the experience. Like the, this Treasure Island will be completely different than mm-hmm. it was. Even if I brought out the same show, the same exact show, mm-hmm. you're not going to remember it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and if you do, you watch movies 400 yeah. times. Exactly. Exactly. Wouldn't and the movie will always be in? the same thing.
3: Yeah.
1: It will right. always be right. the same thing. There there will never be a difference in that same movie that you're right. watching. Every show, all eight performances, there's going to be a difference. Yeah. Each night. Yeah. Let alone 10 years in the future it's going to be different so if you're one of the people like i'm not going to see it because i saw it 10 years ago just give it a shot i promise you it'll be a different show
2: people have said that yes i can't
1: believe that it's it's every time we redo something and like we have a 10-year rule we won't do something within 10 years so we we do it we wait 10 years 10 years is a long long time that's a 10-year-old turning 20 that second 10. That,
3: I was that's, just going to say second, <laughs> second. Yay, second 10. second <laughs> 10!
1: <laughs> like, that's that's a lot. That's a huge jump. So it's going to be different. I, I don't know how to, else to say it, but give it a shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited.
2: Can you touch upon how your approach to theater acting is different to film acting?
0: I think I really became an actor because of theater. So I can't... I had to relearn it when I started doing films. Um... A lot of it is how big you play things, because you have to play to the back row. You have to project. That was the first thing. The first film I ever did was a zombie movie that never got released. I want to say Decade or something like that. Uh, And it was a fun film. I think I have a a bootleg version of it somewhere. Uh, And you can see the trailer on YouTube, too. But I remember I had to do this scene in a bar and I'm sitting between two people and I'm going to get very visual here for our podcast. Yay. But uh, (laughs) I'm used to doing this. So I'm waving my arms around like crazy because, of course, I'm a hand talker and I'm like, DJ's way over there. I'm like, you over there. You should. (laughs) And so that's how I'm usually used to doing my acting. That's my style because that's how I was learned. Make it big. You know, even even when you're trying to play things subtle, there's a level that you still I'd still better read back there. Yes. So your subtlety is still big, and uh, I I love the, the the challenge of that. Of you can't make it too big, you got to make it just enough. Comedy you can go big, drama you got to keep it contained but still sell it. So there's 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 that challenge there. So in this in this uh, film I was doing, I was sitting at a bar between two people, and I kept turning dramatically and talking like, "We've got to get out of here." The the, the zombies are. Co-. I did not use that voice at all, but I'm like in my head, I'm all Shakespeare. No, we mustn't. And uh, everyone's like, "Paul, sit still, sit still. Look at your drink. Look at your drink." And and I'm looking, at am like, I feel like I'm like I felt like I was so restrained. Yeah, because I'm just sitting there going, yeah. Uh, and there was a line in the, in the film that I'll never forget that. Oh, the, another thing that I've learned is learn the lines. Like they're said, don't get funny because <laughs> we're supposed to be after hours at, um, it was a zombie apocalypse. There weren't called zombies. They were called Zuvembis. and there was a, uh, uh, what's that called? When you'll have to be in at a certain point, brain, um, Curfew. Wow, thank you. Curfew. <laughs> <laughs> Brain work good with word. Um, there was a curfew, and so we were out after curfew getting drinks, and then there was footage of the of uh, the National Guard pushing the big tanks through, and the and the line was how unsettling those noises are. That's the exact line, and I asked the director, "Can I change these?" Which I don't normally do, but he says, "No, no, that's how it's written." And there's no way to do that without sounding Shakespearean. Yeah. So every time we would rehearse, it was with a bunch of people how I didn't know at the time and my then-girlfriend. And I kept – as we were home uh, rehearsing, I just kept going, how unsettling those noises are. (laughs) Because that's to me how I read it in my head. Right. And then it's like – then it's shooting at and You don't have any rehearsals. It's just like, okay, go. And I was like – Wow, noise is bad. I remember I said it somehow that I, I legitimately. i was like, I can't say these lines like this. Um, but I digress. So, the, the, one of the main differences is how you approach it. That you're selling to a foot in front of you, as opposed to all the way to the back of the house. And sometimes uh, less is more. I, I, you know, I found that on stage, and it's even more so on uh, on camera. In that sometimes and. I brought a lot of, I think, I trust stage actors, I think, a lot more because there's no second take on stage. And you mess up, you got to go with it regardless. And I have a lot of respect. I've watched productions that maybe only, seeing a mistake never bothers me. I love it when I see people – a mistake happens and how they work around it and they do it – if they can do it with like, okay, if you didn't know a mistake, you wouldn't know that's a mistake kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I also recognize the look in someone's eye of, oh, crap, what's my line? Because I've been there. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Or someone not making their entrance, uh, Tom Sawyer, <laughs> <laughs> where you and Ben was like, yeah, he's coming any moment now. <laughs> and I think that was a rehearsal. Was that a real show or was that – It re- was a real show. A, oh, poop you guys covered it perfectly that i'm like i gotta be on stage (laughs) oh here i am just like dramatically just leaping onto stage um any uh but you you learn those things you learn those skills that mistakes happen it's okay for mistakes to happen how do you work around it? You learn those improv skills. You learn, look, what what is the purpose of the scene? How do I continue it? How can I, if I completely lose where i am got to go, I have to trust in my fellow actors. Wherein on uh, on film, there's multiple takes. And if you mess up, you just do it again. And or if like, I don't like the way I said that. Okay, let's try it again. Which is great because you can get, you know, you can do five or six different takes and find out something what works best but you get that luxury and um it, there's something a lot more dangerous about stage i tell all of my film friends like look do a stage production at least once because you're gonna get some skills out of that you're gonna you know and if i find somebody who has stage background i always gel with them quicker i just did a i just did a short film um, and I just met this actress for the first time, and I could instantly sense. And we had to, And it's always awkward when you're just meeting somebody, and and it was a romantic interest, and it was like, oh, this is going to be weird, because you know. Yeah. We don't know each other. Yeah, and I've had to. I my 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 on film uh, dating life is so much better than my real life. <laughs> so I uh, I've had to do it with several several, and she was just like instantly like we were both uh, boom boom boom, and I looked at him like you've done stage haven't you? Which was like yeah okay, and <laughs> um, so you get that I I, I can always. Uh, I trust stage actors. I'm not saying I don't trust film actors. We've got some amazing film actors in the in the area, uh, but again, I always say you want some good skills. Get yourself some stage work because you're going to learn survival skills. That, yeah, that's really what it, it's. It's thrilling going out yeah.
1: there, and like I, what I usually do is like just know the scene like the back of your hand. Yeah. Like th- there's a reason you're doing this scene. So what's the reason? If you have that, you, the the worst thing that could happen is you just spit out. Why you're there and right. then just run off stage, right? Like, that's the
0: that's the worst case scenario. But then at least they get that information across. I think you also learn a lot more teamwork on stage. Oh yeah, because yeah. you got to you got to know when to lead and when to follow. And some people are great leaders but horrible followers. And I think you know it's it's I've said it before. I would rather be an unmemorable part of a great production than the best thing about a thing that, that that's not good. It's like, Yeah, yeah. Um, going back to here we sit. uh, uh what's the what's the the one where you had to pick your seat? I think it was oh, a yeah. perfect example of you yeah. had to play off of each other, but there was a time that look, all eyes had to be on you, yeah, and as an actor, what I need to do is make sure all eyes are on you right, and if you're if they're looking at me because I'm doing something funnier, well, yay, for me, but that that brings down the entire production, yeah, and I've seen that where people it's like you know. Don't choose scenery. Don't, you know, don't draw attention when you shouldn't. There's times that like I'll do things subtly in the background that make me happy, but I don't care if no one sees it. And sometimes I prefer it if no one sees it. Yeah. Um uh, like the uh when the uh um, the open forum one that we did. Yes. I I this is something subtle that only I'm like, I don't I hope no one else sees this. But since you had me clap uh, over the cleavage shot, yeah. you had me like, oh, Paul, what'd you do? Th-? I'm like, okay. So my character who does nothing else but that, <laughs> I'm a pervert. We've got that. Okay. Yes. That's what we're going to establish. So then we had that scene where uh, she was reading the list of dirty words. Yeah. And so the whole time I'm sitting there nodding going, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Oh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, I like that. Oh, uh- <laughs> and I'm sitting there just like – and I'm like, I'm trying to keep it small. That no one else notices it, and I hope no one else saw it, but in my head was like, okay, that's maybe just for me because that's who I am. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just somebody who would be like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> say, say, say whatever weird word she was saying, yeah. you know, tie one off or whatever. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, oh, going to write that one down. <laughs> well, that's, that's the beauty of Here We Sit, and I
1: loved – because you did that in all the scenes, and I sat in front of you for um, the, the actor meltdown. Oh, I love that one. But like when you're in the audience and watching that, I remember this from 10 years ago and, and almost 20 years ago was the first time and, and watching everyone. Like you can just like something like that is so small, but yeah. it's like, okay, yeah. like he's, he's into it. Yeah. And, and like, that's great. But I, I sat in front of you with Madison and Callum oh my God, you two were killing, for that you one. You three were
0: killing me. You
1: were, you were killing us. Oh, one, was I? Yeah. when was yeah. said What did she say? Oh, she, when she was saying the random words, like, pickle breath and all that. And you're like, oh, great. fantastic!" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you heard that. We, I looked at Callum, and he, he does this stupid thing where he'll just cover his mouth. Uh-huh. Like, I can't stand you. And Madison's just in the middle, like, looking at both of us. And I was trying so hard not to laugh. she's like, amazing.
0: Amazing. <laughs> She got me and I called her out afterwards. She got me when they were before the so before the actress comes out, you know, Callum's character was supposed to be criticizing the butler. yes butler. And Madison apparently doesn't know that the shortened word of butler is to buttle. And she goes, Does he not butt right? Does he does he not know how to butt? And I didn't know she was doing it on purpose, but all I could, my five year old brain, Elizabeth Brain, is going, she's saying butt. And I'm trying to interact with with, with uh uh um Julie, who's next to me, because we had our bits, too. I had my fo- cell phone doing stuff. But I just kept hearing, but, butt, you know, he, he can't butt. He's not button right. He's not. And I was like, afterwards, like, Madison, did you do that on purpose? Like, well, what is it? It's, uh, it's buttled, but okay. I wasn't sure. But regardless, I loved it. I love the fact that you three were like, yeah, he's just not butting it. He's just, he's just not butting it. <laughs> and that's, again, that's the little stuff, the, the, the behind the scenes. I always say I am most dangerous when I'm doing crowd work on stage because I can say anything yeah. and the only ones who can hear me are those standing <laughs> around me. Yes. And we did a production of um, It's a Wonderful Life the one time and, and there's a big crowd scene where Everyone's running at the bank. And, and somebody ran up and "And, says, and said, my, my children need that money. And I turned to the actor next to me. I'm like, she doesn't even have children. She has a <laughs> collection of dolls. <laughs> and, and he legitimately <laughs> stepped on my toe because he was so mad at me that I was like, like she doesn't even have kids. I don't know why. She needs that money.
1: <laughs> you know what just popped into my head after you said that was that, that thing we filmed from SNL –
0: Oh the, yeah, It's the the. the, I think the it's on the, YouTube. The, okay, the, what the is this? because I I think we just recreated uh, the 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 uh, the alternate. It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, was the, that was that from SNL? That's that actually from Sarah Life. It's a Sarah Life sketch, and in it, the Jimmy Stewart character um, they fi- they find out that it was Mister Potter who stole the money. And so they go in and they beat the living snot out of Mr. Potter. And like my favorite is is um, Dana Carvey doing his his Jimmy Stewart impression, going he goes, he goes, I don't want a piece, I want the whole thing. And just and then they got it was uh, John Lovitz playing Mr. Potter, and they like got the doll just like we did, and yes. and just so we did all that. And the last thing we see, we 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 add a little bit extra to it because we filmed it, and you see the um the tire, uh just turning it like of his wheelchair and then his hand dramatically comes up and stops it like he'll be back we didn't kill him kind <laughs> of thing so yeah we did that as a present to somebody was that a gift from my dad uh, was it just a cast gift we did for for okay yeah because i remember i was so
1: excited it was it was jed tom rose <laughs> yep and and uh, me obviously and we told my dad, like, oh, we're, we have to go, like, decorate Christmas cookies at my grandma's. Oh, and, like, is
0: that okay. We're all, like,
1: laughing to ourselves, and we showed up, and, like, that was, like, the coolest
0: thing. <laughs> that was fun. That was a lot of fun. I think it's on YouTube. Oh, I, I'll God. have to find it at okay. some point. I'll have to look for it, too. I, I just, that was... Yeah, I remember Tim was playing, Tim Stuff was playing uh, Clarence, um, and he came out as, like, the narrator of it. And goes, oh, you know, in honor of this, we decided to recreate the 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 real ending. And Carl was playing Mr. Potter. And uh, it was just, it was so much fun. And Trey was... Trey was, was yes, Trey was, yeah, Trey was George. Why well, I couldn't think of George Bailey. I don't know why I kept calling, Yeah. kept Um And um, yeah, yeah. I remember that was so much fun. <laughs> that that was, was, yeah.
1: What a wild memory. I love, th- there's an the old YouTube that's still up and there's some, some things on there, some trailers that Daniel made that are really cool. Oh, yeah. And then um, that, and then uh, the cast of A Night of Dark Intent and the first time dancing Backstage, nice. So uh, yeah, there's some gems out there on YouTube. Oh my
2: god, I have to look that up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There's two Starry Nights night accounts. We tried to revive it, and we did an interview for Nonsense too. Oh nice. And (laughs) yeah, we stopped. We didn't have a microphone or anything.
2: Is it? Do you guys just stop because you just don't have any anyone who's willing to keep up with it, or is it just?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. I I would love to do a thing where it's, like, interviews and stuff, but then, like, I guess that's what we're doing now. That is true. Maybe (laughs) just
2: transition into a
1: podcast. Yeah. There we go. That's right. I
0: mean, definitely keep uh, i'm so impressed like i said watching the growth of the theater and what you guys are doing with the social media these days like watching what tracy does with the tiktoks and the uh just watching the pictures up i was like wow that's like even though the, the first one when she did all the pictures like all as one like five second tiktok i was like oh my god that was great yeah like like that was intriguing and uh i've been bothering her for once in a while because i was like Hey, do you have a picture of me of this? <laughs> and I was thinking, I don't have any pictures of me as a scientist, and I kind of want one, so I was going to bug her. Like, do you have any science pictures <laughs> of me? Because I am vain and lack like my own pictures. <laughs> and I like to put my own pictures up. <laughs> Did you get one? None of that. not of scientist. But Although I have to say the one that she... Um, use for just the 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 bio. I use for my headshot in an upcoming production. I was going to do
2: the same thing. I was like, my so picture good. was pretty good. So
0: <laughs> yeah. I had just <laughs> Thanks, had her. She so took Tracy. a little star explosion out the back, and I gave it to. I'm doing a, sl- a slasher film this summer, and uh, they, they're doing a crowdfunding, and they wanted. And I have I haven't done a headshot in so long that my headshots don't look a darn thing like me, <laughs> and I'm also like trying to lose a little bit of the weight so I'm always uh, don't want to get a picture and then hopefully get thinner <laughs> where it's like well we don't want the chubby guy and I'm like but wait it's <laughs> so oh <my> uh, <laughs> and uh and so the, it was it was the perfect angle perfect you know uh it looked great so until I till I get myself a headshot worthy that's it was it, it's definitely a good one <laughs>
1: I love the headshots. Yeah, I love everything Tracy's doing too. Shout out Tracy. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Obligatory. Yes. Yeah. Uh it's just fun. Yeah. I love I love opening it up and doing more stuff and mm-hmm. trying to do the member events and, and just trying to grow and bring more people
0: in. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I really like the the posters
0: yeah. of all of us. Oh yeah. We um I I my one of my bosses, I have my my second job, I take care of a family and they, somehow got a hold of it must have been because I, I got the job through a friend and she must have had this. But she got a hold of the original Here We Sit poster and hung it in where we keep our medications. And she hung it there. And it was right there. I was like, oh, okay. And that was one of my favorite shows. So I was like, I was happy to, to, to see it. So I made sure I gave her one of the new ones. And so now they're staring at each other from across oh, the room. Oh, that's funny. So it's like <laughs> the, is... the, the, the Fighting Here We Sit posters.
2: I think I've told you this before, but my roommate – she has ba- it's basically become a shrine at this point because it's just <laughs> one wall in our upstairs hallway it she has bought every frame and she's framed every picture of um the plays that I've been in and they're all hung up on the Aww. wall oh that's so it's cool it's like a gallery
1: that's awesome yeah i love that mm-hmm. i have a, a teacher in high school my favorite teacher ever um his name's mr appenheimer shout out to him, I guess uh, he. I would give him all the posters. He, he would come to a bunch of the shows, and he still has them all hanging up. He oh, just put them cool. on his cabinet. And so, I'm sure years from now I'll go in and like uh, my my Nosferatu one is there, the of the Living Dead one's there,
0: and like he just loves it. He he loves it. Somewhere exists a box of all of those for me. My mom my mom would always save them. And when I uh, I've moved like probably five times in the past three years, and so right now my current where I hopefully is staying for a while is just a box, a room full of boxes. And in that room full of boxes will be another box that has like all the programs and pictures and all these things. So I got to find that uh, just as a, uh, probably a bunch of, I don't know how many of the tapes I kept because we used to always videotape them and I know we still do, but they don't always turn out very well. So no. I don't know how many of those I kept because it's just like you, you're proud of the work and then you watch it and you're like, Ooh, <laughs> oh it doesn't translate it does
1: not translate it never translates right, right. it's so sad mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like it's still
0: fun to, to look back on but yeah, yeah it's yeah it that, so those will always be more for those of us who did it than that anybody actually like oh you get to see it. i remember the i want it was um my final notice that one where I, I i was so proud when i got the video and i showed it to my family at christmas and i was just staring at it going no, I promise you, this was hilarious. Yeah. But you didn't get it. You weren't there. You didn't get the feeling and the energy. Right. And so you just, I don't think, could anywhere near the same amount of appreciation. Because that was a hilarious show. Yeah. And just kind of falls falls flat when you don't get to see it live. Yeah. Well, it's the
1: same with, with the first Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. I remember, even though it was a, a while ago, like I, I remember sitting there and seeing it and feeling, like, just being in the room with that. And yeah. And they're up on the iceberg at the end. Yeah. Yeah. And I rewatched it a thousand times before I directed it. I'm like, oh, this is not <laughs> this is not how it was. Yeah, right. And and like it's just me watching it. But I'm like, I'm, I'm still saying to myself, like, it's so much better right, than this. In right. Person. You don't get
0: that same amount of that that, that awe. Yes. Of just like, like this is really happening. Well, you lose yourself in the in the fact that you know at some point any good art takes you away from. The, I'm not watching. DJ, I'm watching this character. I'm yeah. not watching Alex. I'm watching this character, and that's what I always appreciate. It's not like when I can see when I stop seeing what I know to be true, right, and start seeing what you're trying to convince me of. So, yeah, and and like just to to, to be there and and
1: there's a disconnect when you watch anything on a screen. Yeah, and as sad as it is, I mean there, there are movies out there that make you feel obviously, mm-hmm. but when you're there live and they're just in front of you and yeah. You're looking at their face like it's so different. It really is.
0: Oh, it really is. Like, I, I have um, extremely, extremely bad attention deficit. And the thing about movies is I can distract myself, especially when I'm watching them at home. Right. You know, I, I prefer in the theaters because that way I can get immersed a little bit. Yes. But stage, you can't. You can't pull yourself – well, legally, you shouldn't. You need to get the <laughs> heck off your phone, people. Yeah. <laughs> and – uh And that's great, the danger of it. I know, like, as much as I am addicted to my phone, I know not just because of where I am, but it's like, I'm not going to pull this phone out where other people... Yeah. And not just because I've been on the other side and know how bad we want to murder those people. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just... So I'm so conscientious that I can't do it that my attention has nowhere to go. Right. So it has to be sucked into whatever is going up on stage. It has to be. So to me, you... If it if it's not selling me, then my brain is just gonna be elsewhere. My yeah. brain is just probably gonna start doing weird things and on its own. So the fact that I am following what's going on and I'm with this and boom, that's the magic of theater. Yeah. So you said you said
1: something. This is a completely different topic now. You said before that my dad asked you to, uh, well asked if you were auditioning. Yeah. He's al- he was always so careful about wording yeah. that. He's like I'm not asking you to audition. Yes. I'm just asking if you are. And he hated doing that for the longest time. So you're probably like one of the only very very few people he's done that to cuz I I'll always say like, "Oh, like I was kind of thinking of this person, should I ask him?" He's like, "No." No, yeah. never asked people
0: to audition. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, that that's cool that, that oh, you're wow. one I didn't, of the few. I, didn't, and I know he's never asked me since. So I always <laughs> thought because I'm like, well, does he not want me back? <laughs> but, but, darn it, I'll, I'll spite him. <laughs> it, but... Uh, no, um. And any other time that they've, they've needed me, I'm always like – and I, I never want to be that person. I, I want that to be clear. I never want it to be like, you want me, you better chase me. <laughs> right. It's like that kind of thing. Like anytime you've asked me to be in a production, I've said, do you want me to audition? Because I, I don't want it just to be like, no, no, I'm I'm sitting back and waiting for the, the Johnny call to arrive. Right, I right. just like – I'm always honored and if I can't, it's always legitimate. Like I can't because of uh, usually – like. Uh, I remember I was asked uh, to, for by Amanda to be to take a part in um, Jekyll and Hyde. I was going, I was going in out of town, so yes. there's no way I could. So I, I legitimately, and I feel bad when I can't I legitimately can't because it's always such a honor to be asked. Because I get it; it's like it's that kind of thing that that some people sit back and wait to be at. It's yeah, like, right. No, no, I remember the, my my first big film when I was auditioning, and I came right out and said. Hey, we're holding auditions, and there was a, uh, a a local guy who I wasn't that much of a fan with to begin with and just said, I can't make auditions. Let me know what you need me for. And I was like, <laughs> To me, if oh I, that to God. me automatically you're saying, I was like, To me, it's like, Look, I can't make auditions. Can I send you something? Can I do something to show you, to meet you that look, I'm not just sitting back because. You know, I think auditions is a part of the process. Even if you know this is what he can do, sometimes just seeing you with a – okay, now I can see it better. Yes. And I'm never going to be so vain as to say, oh, I don't need to audition. Right. Uh, I, I will never Any anytime – I don't care who it is. Somebody says, will you just read for this part for me? Oh, absolutely. You know, even if it's nothing you, you have me interested for, it might see you, whatever. So – um I never ever want to be that – well, you, if you want me in the show, you need to beg me. I never right. want to be that guy. There's been a few of them that I haven't auditioned for because sometimes I didn't know that it was auditioned, sometimes whatever. And then later on, it's like, hey, Paul, could you – and if I can, I will leap at it. I will right. always because to me, it's like, oh, I know how hard it is. So um, uh, I, I don't mind uh, – and even when the mass, like I said, do, we, do you need me to read something? Do you need me? Because look – it's no insult of my ability to say, what am I right for? You know, it doesn't mean you're a bad actor if you're not put in something. And a right. lot of people don't get that. Or if I'm not for this production, it's no insult to me because everybody has their place and there's some, some you get into and some you don't.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and we appreciate that. There there are people who, who sit back and wait. Mm. And someone who's really good at that is is Daniel, yeah. who, like, i mean frankenstein was written definitely with him mm. in mind yeah and still came out and auditioned and and for everything like he still comes out and just right. like you don't need me you don't need me but i'm gonna audition right. so like that it's an awesome characteristic to have
0: i was trying to convince him to come out for here we sat because he had asked me he had like do you think i should because he doesn't do a lot of comedy yeah and i remember when he did um the lion bernice show and how funny he was i was like uh you you really should and i, I he has he has his self doubts too and I, I was trying to I, I would love to have seen what he would have been capable of but he had legitimate reasons he had he always has a lot going on in his oh, yeah, life yeah. and so it was one of those things but he was going back and forth and uh i even told him like daniel go for something that you're not a shoe in for i think to me it's like oh they'll see something more in you yeah you know and and the worst thing you do you you don't get cash which as i said is not It is a hit to the ego. It always will be a hit to the ego. I've been like, oh, you know, for several things. I just had an audition for uh, they did a Buffalo Bills movie. In Buffalo, and I auditioned three different parts and never got in, and I was sad not because cause I'm not really a football fan at all, but I'm like finally something my family will watch. <laughs> oh. That was the only reason I wanted in this thing because it's like it was a comedy and a lot of really great actors. The ones who got my part, I'm like, oh yeah, I like them. I can't be mad, <laughs> um, but I should say my part's the part I auditioned for, and uh, so I know that I know the the kick it does. It's always a little bit like Ugh. I wanted it in, but I couldn't, but I also get it. Yeah. And I was also telling telling him it's like you know there's that there's a little bit of that thrill and to me it's almost there's when they're not uh, expecting me and put me in. to me that's more of a of a ego boost yeah to me it's like oh yeah let's that, I never expected Paul to be able to do this yes where I think those and, are
2: the best yeah too. To do, yeah as a, as a direct a casting director mm-hmm. to th- go in thinking okay this is what I'm thinking I think these yeah. people fit this role. And then you see someone audition. And it you're changed like, my Whoa, mind. First I didn't time, even think of that. First
0: time we did Night of the Living Dead, um, when we put um, Megan—I don't know her last name—in it now, but she was what 15. And my head, Barbara's got to be inter- older woman. Can't be a yeah. teenager. Yeah. And she she blew away aud- auditions. But I was like, oh, I'll, I'll make her Judy. And I was like. But, but uh, again, I, was, I think it was my then-girlfriend, and she was like, but what about she did so good? I'm like, yeah. And she goes, well, why don't you make her Barbara? And I was like, because Barbara can't be a, a 15-year-old girl. Barbara has to be. She goes, but she played it so good. And I was like, no, because if I did that, and I remember having an argument. I'm like, you don't know. was yeah. one of the few times that, that, that um, and I said, you don't know. And I was like, but if I made her, then I put this part and this part and this uh, and it all, like, all the pieces fell into place. I was like, oh, that would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> that would be actually the perfect casting. And I'm like, okay. And I think, I remember the, the, we, the first year we did it, we had the best zombies. Not all the, the main cast were great. It was actually – everyone but the Coopers was good, but our Coopers were horrible. Um, (laughs) There's the spice. There's the spice. You have to go back to 2005 to figure that one out, people. (laughs) Um, And uh, one of the two Coopers, but that's how far I was able to go. (laughs) Uh, But but, um, then the the second year we did it, we had the perfect cast, but our zombies, which I know you can uh, attest to when you don't have good zombies. Yep. And then the third year, I know we hit our stride that I liked both sides of it. Um, and it's that casting thing of you learn. And those were my first shows, so I was learning as I went. Yeah, right. But, but going back to what we were saying, of that was my moment of, no, no, that's not how I want to go with this. Yes. But um, I did a short film last summer, and there was a character in it, Zembrowski, that told, the, 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 the typical pothead. And I showed it to an actress friend of mine and I said, here, um, tell me what you like. And there's some really good parts in it. And she goes, I really love Zambrowski. I'm like, well, Zimbrowski's a guy. And she goes, but does he have to be? No, I don't mind cross gender casting, but there was a joke in there. Which I'll keep PG, but it wasn't a PG <laughs> joke, and it talked about a certain aspect of the male. When the males are happier, we'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Well, it's just like pulls her cap over her head. I'm out. <laughs> but anyways, I said, "It's not, why would you say that?" Girls don't do that. And so I was like, "No." She goes, "Yeah, but I could." And I was like, eh. "And I sat there and thought about." It. I'm like, "And it, it was a stupid comedy. It was a over the top stupid comedy that I wrote." And I was like. Oh, that's funnier then. that is legit funnier. And she talked me into making the part a female and then she had a a conflict. So she had to, we had to, uh, we put her in something else. And so when I recast, I'm like, well, I got to put a girl in the part now. I can't not have that part be female. And so I've had those things happen where it's like, no, it's gotta be. And just had, had everything like, Oh, it's even funnier. It's even better if you do this. Yeah, and that to me is it's just the the casting process and the creating process, building it from the ground up. Yeah, it, it's it's so much fun. I like. I'm never happier when I'm creating on some level. Yeah, and I think you know, stage, film, even just the writing parts of it. It's just. Uh, I think that's that's where my true bliss lies, at least. Yeah, well, the my original. I've talked about this
1: before. My original thought for Frankenstein. Um and i I was going to ask these people in advance, and it was it was Sean as a creature, Sean mm-hmm. Polan, yep, and Trey as Victor mm. and I think both of them would have been incredible oh, yeah. and, the, yeah. and it, but how different would that show be, yeah, with those two right instead of and I did tell the two um the two Torres brothers to audition i i, I didn't ask them to I'm like, just do it, yeah, I know you both you want to, so just do it, yeah, and so the whole show took off from there, but like just how different everything could be and I I said it before on, on here too like I told Ben straight up no you will never be the creature you're not Yeah, you're not the right size I told him that
0: <laughs> two days before audition you <laughs> so so You still tell him that you will never be the yeah. creature <laughs> you think you played that part yes but you'll never be <laughs> he just cries himself to sleep at
1: night that's all I wanted <laughs> yeah so I mean that's that's yeah, and then they changed everything, and that's what people talk about the most from yeah. that. So it's like it—that's it, that is the best. Is mm-hmm. you go in with an expectation, and and. Have subverted for sometimes yeah.
0: for the better. And sometimes you're like, I'm so mad I couldn't get this. But like, oh, but now I have to do it this way. Yes, mm-hmm. And it's that necessity being the mother of invention that, again, is part of the theater. It's like we can't do this like we want to. So how can we do it instead? Right. Like and still sell it and still make it great. Yes. And, and I love that creativity. I love that. Let's not just keep doing these same things sometimes because we can't. Yeah. You know, we're not the movies. We can't add digital effects. We can't spice it up. And that holds you back a lot but that same thing that holds you back lets you get creative in ways that to me is just inspiring to watch. Yeah. And uh, how do you recreate this on that? I always love when they do adaptations. When they do a, a, a movie and put it on stage. And like, okay, how can you especially with, with your more fun things. And I, I love it when they get goofy with it. One of my favorite musicals of all time was based on my favorite horror movie of all times. They did Evil Dead the Musical, which played up in Toronto. And I tell you, me and my, my, my then-GF, we were there like every weekend, if we could be, up in this little, it wasn't uh, a, a theater per se. It was like a bar with a theater in it. And they it was interactive. They shot blood all over you and... <laughs> The music was so good, and the cast would come out and drink with you afterwards, and I was just in awe of it because Evil Dead is one of my favorite horror movies. Well, how do you recreate Evil Dead? Well, it was a cheaply made horror movie, so they brought that onto stage, and sometimes they leaned into the fact that we know these effects are horrible. There's there's a great scene in, well in the movie where he just cuts his girlfriend's head off. Well how do they do that? They go into the kitchen and for no reason this white screen drops in the kitchen and it's a shadow <laughs> show and you can tell it's a mannequin head. Yeah. You can blatantly tell it's a mannequin head in her hand just waving at it and when he knocks it off it's ridiculously bad <laughs> and that they look that's exactly what it is. Just like in here We Sit, when mm-hmm. we dragged your, your your Don out, that it was blatantly this <laughs> yeah, stuffed thing with Don backstage. Sorry if I'm spoiling this for anybody, but uh, <laughs> that, that wasn't really Don that we b- beat to a living <laughs> pulp. And no he's way. backstage Just some of the things he's selling. And the, the ah, my back, when you threw it against <laughs> yeah. the thing. Just I was glad my head was back, turned to the audience because I think I smiled every single time I heard, ah, <laughs> ah my <I'm a> back. <laughs> but I love that. I love that stuff. Like, look, we can't sell it like this. So – Let's lean into it. Yes. Let's make it ridiculous. Or, or if it is real, like Frankenstein, we can't. We're we're not mg. We can't have these huge sets, uh, these these huge movie sets. So, how can we re- recreate that magic of bringing a man to life or hanging a person? Yeah. To me, that was one of the coolest effects I have ever seen. Uh, or Jekyll and Hyde. The things that they did with the transformation with Jekyll and Hyde. And I heard that the. Uh, a, a, Good friend of mine, Garrett Thomas, who was just a brilliant magician, came in and helped set those up. So these transitions of how is are we going to turn this this uh, regular sized guy into this very tall guy? Yeah, and flawless, flawless. And those to me, you're like you're watching, you're watching the magician. And even if you know how the magician does his tricks, it's impressive to know it's happening. Yeah, and you know, people ask, well, how did that happen? How did that happen? Uh, I don't know if you remember the first time we did uh, and this might be a spoiler and we might do it again but the first time we did um, Treasure Island and it was a simple effect of throwing a knife and missing yes do you remember yeah. how we did that I don't want to yes, spoil it case just do. want to do it again I do remember no you can, okay. you can go it was, it was simply the guy was standing there and there was a, a, a hole on the wall right next to him so he threw it but he didn't throw it he just made the motion and then somebody pounded the, the knife handle from the other side so it popped out the wall but it was seamless that you thought every time, like he just threw a knife at that guy's head. Yes, because it was like, and it stuck in the wall right next to him. I'm punching myself. I'm <laughs> um, so excited, and that to me, it's like that's I love that. Yeah, and like and, and it was a it was a small effect in many ways, but it if no one. I think people did not give that the credit it was it deserved because it was just so well done. It something was something so was. simple, but like who doesn't who haven't who hasn't seen that movie where they throw and he just misses them, like just mm-hmm. catches them in the ear. It's like whoa, like you did that on stage, and even if you have a real life knife thrower, it doesn't mean he's going to be able to legit miss. Yeah, right. So it it was that was great. We did it again in in Tom Sawyer. Oh yes, that's right. You did, I remember it. Yeah, now
1: that you say that. And yep. yeah that that was awesome. Uh-huh. It, it, it is such a cool trick. And and the audience reacted every night so yeah. like that. Yeah. It, it is it's it's really cool.
0: Cuz I think part of them think that did they really throw that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they do- I think they really threw that at TJ.
1: <laughs> when when I w- watched Treasure Island, I, uh, I thought, I'm like, oh wow, I, I wonder how many times i have to practice throwing the knife. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Chris isn't dead right now. Right, <laughs> we got different chrises yeah. we're working on like the tenth one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody order another Chris. Oh, okay, please.
0: come on, bring him that. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna play. Yes, you are. Put the hairdryer on. He usually gets okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just bringing his stunt double. <laughs> <Each> st- <laughs>
1: um, okay, you mentioned Night of the Living Dead before, so you you
0: directed that. How did that start? That started. Um, your father and I bonded very quickly over our mutual love of horror movies. Right. That was the first thing I found out about him, and that so we we both love horror movies so much. And um, I love it because I think both of us, at least uh, at least back then, especially, never come across as like your typical horror fan that that you know mild mannered kind of thing. But like we like this the the worst stuff, yeah. And you know we would share that. And so he had found the the he had found the script, and he says, "Oh, I thought you would appreciate this," and then uh, had me read it. And of course, the part that impressed me the most was the zombies wandering the audience i'm like this is interactive this yeah. is this is a haunted house that you sit in and then at the end when the the zombies all turn and go after the audience members i'm like that's brilliant mm-hmm. and i'm like it's the it, living dead is is a theatrical production it really is if you watch the movie um for all its its goods and bads it's a theater production yeah uh and it, it was it was movie making 101 it was made for no budget and filmed in black and white and because they filmed in black and white they could get away with stuff like use bosco for blood and all that stuff and so to me that's theater again yeah we have to do things this way we can do things this way and um i was such a fan of it i remember just just raving to it to your dad i was like don read it i said i loved it i said i swear to god please let us do this. I don't think... Oh, no, that's what I told him. I don't think we could do this as one of our normal productions. I don't think our audiences would like it because right. it's violent and it's yeah. bloody and it's... I mean, it's not as bloody as, as other things, but it's still... It, there's... there's, And uh, I don't think we could do it. And that's when he said, what if we, we did it as just a fundraiser? What if we just did it for one weekend and... We just as a and that way we're it's we're not risking anything with it. Well, anything we make will be profit. And would you want to direct it? And I was like, oh my god! I was like, um, there's no way I'm saying no to this. And I, I, it I learned to direct through that because I I directed a one act before, which was a little bit of learning. But you know, I learned some of the things like first of all, I, the first time we did it, I cast myself as Johnny because I said, no, I'm playing Johnny. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't a good enough to director to do that yet because as Johnny, I couldn't see a lot of what was going on on stage that I needed to. And when I, when I grumble about the Coopers, I, I, I look at myself and I'm like, you should have been on top of that. There was a scene, the, the scene where the mother gets killed that I legit said, I need you to fall behind something. Cause you're not really getting stabbed. And I gave that distinct no note, distinct notes. I, I didn't un- know this because again, I was Johnny and not out on stage. They were falling with their head to the sta- to the to the crowd, and you could blatantly see they weren't being stabbed. And the first time I saw that, I was like, mm. "That happened every night. Oh no! That, uh. How how was that okay? You could tell she's not, and you're totally pulled out of it, right? So I'm still angry about that. I and I sh- and I'm, I, I got to point it myself. You know, as much as I can grumble about the it, as the director, I should have been the one saying, No, look, I would rather you scream off stage and we'll just, I'll have to figure it out that ever see that. Yeah. You know, that's horrible. And, um, and I, so I learned those things. So after that, what I would do is like I still kind of want to be a part of it. So I made myself the zombie that would pop out in the beginning, and then yes. then I would go upstairs. I remember you would always watch. Oh yeah, and I would be up there in my zombie making watching the rest of it. So at least I got to see then. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I'll just I'll let myself be it a little bit because it's hard. You want to play? Oh yeah. Um, even today, like I just I just wrote my first serious horror film. It's a short that I'm doing, and it's 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 a cast of three. And I got my two leads cast, and I the, the guy part, and I keep saying, well, I'm just going to do it. Well, the guy who's filming it, who's probably one of the best film guys in Buffalo, uh, Chris Cosgraves, tossing his name out there. Uh, he was like, no, no, you need to direct it. You need to direct it. And I was like, but I don't know who I trust in this part. It's a, not a big part, but it's very, very uh, monumental. But I, I'm I'm listening to him. and it, But it's hard because, again, I'm like, I need this to just be right. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes when you're in there... In it, you're just you have more control, yeah. And to have to give that control o- over other people can be hard. Oh yeah. Um And it's not that other people aren't aren't able, but you're not in my brain, and you I you know to try to like make you do what I'm I'm thinking can be hard. But then again, sometimes you get better. As we said, those happy accidents. Yeah, they do stuff that like oh, this person did something like I, I yelled at um uh VJ every night um during. Here we sat because I played that drunk guy first, and he was so much funnier than me. <laughs> and I, I hate him. Like, how dare you? He was so much. I just played him like a typical, typical drunk. And VJ brings this bobcat wolf the way to the thing, and was just like, and when he gave kisses at the, I was like,
2: yeah. Oh, you're so much. Fun. I think we feel that we all feel that way about VJ.
0: Yeah. We're a little bit
1: yeah. jealous or yeah. envious oh, of his. Like,
0: stop stealing the, <laughs> the scenes. Stop yeah. being
1: funny. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I I completely relate to to that. Even though I I'm, I'm not like I, I'd rather be a director. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely see myself more as a director. But there are all often times where I'm like oh, I I would just want I want yeah, this part. Just want, I just yeah. want to do this part. Right. And I I was the COVID year, which was probably the best thing. There was nobody else to play John or not Johnny. Um Ben, mm-hmm. the main part. So I was like I'll I will i will do it. I'll throw myself in because there was literally nobody else to do it. And it was good that that didn't happen because how do you play the main character and
0: direct? You yeah, can't. yeah. You can't. And Ben's a hard uh, to play too because it, yeah. you can't pull out the, it, you can't pull out the ethnicity. You've got to somehow have something yeah. there. To me, it's just, I've seen other protagonists and I get it because it's not, it's not a matter of we don't want to cast somebody. It's sometimes what's available. Yeah, and right. And it, it's hard. It's like the, the the last year we did it, I, I put him stuff in that role and he did great. Yeah. But a lot of people said, oh, uh, and I, what, how I tried to play and I think this is what you tried to bring to Ben, too, is I tried to put him as like a, a homeless war vet to add a, still a, bit, a little bit of that disenfranchisedness to him to make him look, okay, you're right, he's still a white guy, but there's still some aspects yeah. of this, that he's the hero who's usually the one looked down upon kind of thing. And, I mean, you can always attest to the fact that he, the actor cast as Ben was not cast because he was black. He was the best actor for the role. Yeah. But by doing that, look how it changed history and changed it changed the, everything. The feel yeah. of the thing that it was legitimate. Like, well, when he gets killed at the end, the impact is a thousand times worse. Yes. That oh, okay, and we're still seeing that today. It's still relevant in today's world. So it's hard. So Ben is probably one of the hardest, and I get it. In the because I had to do it the one year. It's like I don't have any African American actor even lately like Daniel. Is is he's Eurasian, but he has enough of that look. He 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 has a Native American appearance to him, so he has that look of he's just not a Caucasian. Right. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like when you don't have people auditioning for you, how do you how do you add that? Um. So yeah, but that I that was still a fun year that when we when we started to yeah, do that production, yeah, yeah. Uh, I it was would have been interested to see where it went if we had gotten to yes. So, but. It was what it was,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was going to try to go like like a hippie kind of – yeah. Yeah, the, no, I saw – you were, st- you right, were definitely – right.
0: <laughs> you weren't just blowing it. I saw that too. You're trying to do that same, like how am I going to bring yeah, what, something uh, to this that isn't just like, oh right, hey, let me – I'm not trying to whitewash this role. It's just we're doing the best we have. Right, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. And that I wanted to put that on like
1: if we didn't run. Yeah. Put it on every, every post or everything. Like I, <laughs> this is all I had. This is all I had. I'm Sorry. not
0: I, – I apologize to everybody out there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: All right.
1: You got?
0: Yeah.
2: Um, what is a role that you would like to play?
0: Ooh, ooh. Ooh, like to play. I have my dream roles. Most of them are musical, sadly enough, and I never have time to do that. I, you're doing one of them right now, and I was kicking him. but I have film projects this year, but Tweenie Todd has always been like a, mm. well, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, my God, Tweenie Todd is um, – I'm probably too old, but I've always wanted to be Seymour C- Crellborn in Little Shop. It's just another one of mine. Phantom of the Opera, because Aww. I'm a huge yeah. Phantom fan Me too. It's weird. It's always the it's always the uh, the musicals that I'm like oh because you can you play those in your in your car and um, uh. So I don't know why I always aspire to the musical parts. Uh, the great thing about being a writer, is, though, if if you aspire to a role, you just write it for yourself. And, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I want to play this part, so I'm going to make a thing where I'm this part. <laughs> um, so I always think about that. Like, here's parts I'd want to play on on film. I can do um, uh, on stage. I don't know if I, there's ever been something. I um, I'm not a big not not putting it down, but I'm not I'm not as big into Christmas as as, as that. Um, but I've, the one It's a Wonderful Life role that I always wanted was uh, was I wanted to play Clarence because that to me was a fun mm. kind of – I've seen it played in so many different ways. And I always liked the part of Clarence as I feel like I'm kind of a, a, a oaf that tries to help people too. So um, <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of other parts. There, There's just – I don't know. That's, that's a – I didn't – I want to play a, a good horror villain someday. Like I want to play a really, I, I, I like playing villains. I don't get a chance too much. I usually get the funny guy, which I'm okay with. I'm more than okay with. Like in my, I always say you can't spell typecast without cast. So if I'm put <laughs> into the into the goofy guy role, I'm fine with it. Um, I always la- like roles that, that challenge me. Um, now comedy, I love and I will always do comedy. I don't feel comedy always challenges me per se. Ah, uh, but I still will do it to the like here we set, you know we had so much fun and you know I I I always got nervous up when when I would try little tiny things here and there because uh, and when you gave that speech and you know, I about don't do anything. Remember that speech? I was like, yeah. Oh, is it because I said, cause the night before I had said, I need everyone to give me your wallet at the end of the scientist one. I said that under my breath. I was like, is he mad? <laughs> no, <laughs> no like
2: you were just filling the silence. <laughs> it,
0: it, 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 was, it was what it was. That was not for you. <laughs> I, I promise. I, no, somebody told me it was for, and I'm like, okay, okay, good, good, good. <laughs> because that's the kind of thing. Some people don't know when not to, and that's the other part of it. Like I like to, yeah. I like, I like to stay in character. Um, Quick side story, and I don't know why this made me laugh so much, but so, I don't know if you caught it. The final day we did it, my, did you hear what I said? The final thing before your, your dad runs out and said, he's an imposter. I, I told, feel like I, I know what you – I don't I, remember. I, I but. told everyone to take off their right shoe. I don't oh, know no, why I, I thought I, of that. <laughs> I was like, so I'm going to everyone to take off their right shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody did hear. But then fast forward we're doing what the audience is thinking – and I paid Gurgles, a man who had eaten something bad, and I got to do a lot of physical comedy there. And the last bit, I I do this little kicking in place, and I kicked my left shoe off. of oh, man. And I think it was Aria Ari who was sitting next to me. I don't remember. I think she was sitting next to me, right? She played the board person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And – I guess I almost broke her because I didn't know what to do, so I just ever so daintily picked it up and <laughs> hugged it like a baby. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, there's my shoe, <laughs> and, and so I just thought, okay, I'm just gonna get you. <laughs> and so I'm like, did I did I jinx myself by saying using the uh, take off your shoe line that I kicked my own shoe line? Um, back. To, so what would I like to play? I would love to play a really good villain, like a really like uh, not a. a I shouldn't say that because I played some good villains. There, there's, there's good fun villains. There's I played George a few times in All Through the Night and that's not a good villain. Like he's, he's a great part. It's a, I, I challenge any actor to take that kind of part. But it's one that will put your ego in the dirt because he's a horrible person yeah. that you have to play. Convi- he's, a, he's, a, he's an abusive husband who physically abuses his wife. Merry Christmas. And I would go out, I would stay, I wouldn't, I, at the end I would stop going out because everyone would be like, you're such a bad person. Oh and I remember once I saw Lynn talking to somebody and, uh, it was an older woman and she was like, kinda, and, um... I kind of walk, walked by her, but she grabbed my arm and pulled me in in that kind of way of, get me out of there. <laughs> so I was sitting there nodding, and she looked at me like, and this guy, this man can learn some love thy neighbor. And I go, oh, I know. He says, I'm not sad. And she goes, oh, no, he's not like that. He's such a, and, and she just said, but she's yelling at me, and then she goes, and I don't like your hair. Oh and then God. she storms <laughs> off, and I was like, well, now I'm really sad. <laughs> it's like everything else, but as soon as she whacked out my hair, but it was, if you play, I've seen other actors take that, and usually the one shotters not the regular ones know how to sell it, but I, I there was one actor I remember who just didn't want to be a bad person. And afterwards, girls were giving – it was a younger guy and when girls were giving him his number, I'm like, then you're fa- – I'm good for you, but you're failing as an actor then. Yeah, yeah, Or there's something wrong with them if they're like, oh, the guy who pushes ladies down the stairs, wonder right. what he, – he's single now, his wife just left him. <laughs> and. <laughs> I, I mean, you sh- to play that character, you you do need to invoke some some dislike. He can't. He's not a redeemable character, at least at the end of that arc. Yeah, right. And that, to me, while I like it as an actor, I I, I like that challenge as an actor. It's it's painful. It is just like you walk out, you know, even when I got to play Mr. Potter, which is one of my favorite It's a Wonderful Life parts that I've played so far. Afterwards, Potter's all alone. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I want to go to the party. I'm just sitting here in my old man makeup. Um, but I would like to play like a fun villain, like one of those that you don't even think is a villain. And then at the end, it's like, oh, it was me all along. Yeah. You never expected Mr. Goofy to be stabby man. <laughs> and that to me, like that, uh, to play a good villain would be would be fun. Um, to play a good killer or such a fun horror killer, uh, uh, something like that would be fun.
2: Do you find yourself leaning towards dramas more than comedies?
0: <sighs> leaning towards dramas, no. I, I mean, I I always lean towards comedy. It's it's comedies yeah. in my comedies in my blood. I'm I not to I not to sound uh, egotistical. I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like it's where my strength lies.
2: But even in the beginning of this episode, you said you wanted to be a stand-up comedian. Yeah, before so. Do you get that fulfillment in your
0: acting? I think so. I definitely get my comedy from that and just uh what I don't get what I I I feel like I've took what i learned doing stand-up and i've applied it to stage and in my in my professional life i'm a a a trainer i i trained staff for the agency i work for so i'm a public speaker of sort and i get to use that showmanship for that because i have to sell sometimes very boring subjects to the best of the (laughs) abilities (laughs) that people don't want to hear osha regs (laughs) uh, (laughs) and so I, i i know i use it for that and i Writing, like, so why I'm so excited that I just wrote a, a, a legit series short is because I've tried to write legit series stuff and I always, the goofiness in me, like, I'll watch a, a series things and, and I'll see the comedy potential in it. Like, oh, any good drama could be hilarious just with the right twist. Yeah. yeah. You know, maybe that's why I'm such a horror fan. I think the line between horror and comedy are so thin. I mean, if mm-hmm. you look at the fact that, that Jordan Peele is a, yeah. is a is that man who did, you know, is, and I love his work. It's like, wow. And I, you watch some of his early sketches, like, oh, I can see that. You just did that and did this instead. So that's why I think comedy is my favorite. Comedy isn't easy. Um, you know, the, the comedy is hard. And because and it looks so easy.
2: And then when you can. get up there, you're like, wait, <laughs> I feel like there's a formula I'm not following and I suck.
0: It's also subjective, though. Yeah. It's also very subjective what is funny, you know. So that's why I'll never like if I don't think something is funny, it's not that it's not funny, it's just it's not funny to me. Yeah. And that's and I try that in general. It's like, "Oh, okay, not my thing. If you like it, great." And comedy is more than anything else does that. Comedy, like I've never I uh you know, I've never understood Woody Allen. I've never really gotten Woody Allen comedy. I've watched it. it's like I don't get it. I've watched other comedies like I don't see it. Comedy is also something I'm very um, uh, judgmental of because I've seen bad comedy. And I'm like, no, this is you. You should have stopped it here and you went to here. Uh, and that's not even so I look at, like I said, uh, Woody Allen. I consider comedy I don't get. I don't consider it a bad comedy. I've seen other things which I won't mention, but films that I've been like, oh, God, ugh, you're trying too hard. Stop it. And um, on stage, I've seen, like, okay, again. Are you trying to be com- uh, uh, funny – just trying to be funny or are you trying to be funny within this world you're making? And there's the challenge. Yeah, I think that comedy is a hard thing to do, which is maybe why I lean towards it more. You can be the funniest person ever, but if you don't play well with others, if you don't know when to lead and when to follow, if you don't know when to bring it back, when to go big, when to go smaller, uh, you're going to step all over it. And it's – it's not a perfect formula. You could have the funniest material, but still say it to one person and it's, it's hilarious and say it to another. And there's just crickets. And, um, I, I, I don't know if it, I don't know the secret and I'm still trying to figure out the secret. What is funny and what isn't. And why was VJ so much funnier than me <laughs> as the drunk? I, I, I've got him locked up in my basement right now. <laughs> when I find it out, he would tell me his secrets. Um, and I, I I give him such props i when I say that, I think to me that's a compliment when I say, I hate that you're funnier than me, yeah, because that's one of my biggest pride. It's like, look, you can be a lot of things more than me, but you don't be funnier, <laughs> I swear to God, <laughs> and um and you can be equally funny, but not funnier that that's how i and and to take a role that i I did thought I did okay, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even have a clue, <laughs> so. Everybody has their own style, has their own voice. Um, I I also don't like it when somebody throws a joke in that doesn't fit. Like it's a funny joke, but it doesn't fit the character or the world. Or the, yeah, to me that's lazy. Yes, I, I would rather. You know, I always say, again if my character won't do or say something, but I do or say something that's waka waka. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll get a five second reaction to it, but it hurt the bet. Yeah. It, you know, that kind of thing. That's that, well, I don't feel my character would do this. Or the director said, yeah, you wouldn't do this thing. You know, trust in the person watching it. Just, uh, just you can always say, can I try this? And, you know, even in Here We Sit, I, the, one of the things I loved about Here We, uh, the last production we did was how good everybody was, but how good everyone was in their own roles. Nobody ever, at least I didn't notice, you know, when we were doing the the actors meltdown, we knew we could kind of be goofy. But you three uh, uh, were sitting there being this is who we were and yeah. that's who we can do. And then Julie and I could be our characters and that's who we can do. And then the actor comes out and it's time for all of us just to she's the funny. Yeah, she's the focus. And if you take something away from it, make it so like Ryan did. Ryan brilliant of his red neck white trash guy just sitting there with a little bit of his belly sticking <laughs> out give an ever so subtle scratch but it was when she was yelling at him yes so that's his time yes if he she had gone over and started yelling at someone else and he's still doing stuff it would have been hilarious but it would have been hilarious yeah, it would have taken away it would have exactly there was right. other stuff going in. trust that that the trust the peace you know yeah. and uh Trust that it, there's a time to be center stage and there's a time to be uh there's a time to be in the wings supporting the center stage and that's just with anything but I think more than anything it's comedy you know um when you, the finding your seat one is another great right example everyone got their moments to be their funny person when you were next to them. Yeah. And they did it well. I, I, I didn't get to see all of them. I was always peeking backstage. <laughs> um, for some reason, Carla's hair flip killed me every night when you yeah. do that. Oh, you know, I, I couldn't see, I could hear, I couldn't see you falling. I could hear the thumps. Uh, I could see, was it Ryan and Madison who were the coat people? Yeah. Yes. I could only see Madison and just the drama of her or of her physical movement was joy. It was just like her arms <laughs> were just as flurry. I couldn't see Ryan. I have a feeling he was selling it too. Oh, yeah. I could only see her from my angle off stage, but it, it was, again, now's my time. And Don even said, hey, wait for it. Don't come up at 100, start at 10 and build up to 100. And just even that, they're sitting there, then they start to settle, and then it gets big. Yes. So then you can f- sell that. So all of that, all of these moving pieces... All of these spinning plates that make that such a good piece, or the whole the whole play, make it so good. And you got to know it, it, it's hard, and you got to keep trying, and you got to keep. And just because you have a perfect uh, play when we're done with rehearsals, that audience brings a whole nother level to yes, it. Yes, it does. And you got to know, you know, who it was. I don't know if it was either you or Don who says, "Do not step on laughs, you guys." have to get that quick don't step on a laugh yeah. if you hear a laugh it's 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 and that's hard to do sometimes because silence is deadly but i think i might have one night uh, as the as the scientist said started to say something because i didn't think it was getting a laugh and i was already in it and i think like, oh did i squash that did i did i kill that i didn't want to but um it's 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 hard it's hard
1: so now I I have a question that we ask our guests that I'm I'm now interested to hear yours and which avenue you pick for this one. What's a favorite role that you've had? Ooh, mm-hmm. or a favorite show? I'm both, I guess.
0: Do I have to pick one because I have a few? You can name it's a few. It. Okay. Everyone. I will always I always go to Boys Boys Next Door. Boys Next Door was, was we did it twice and I played two different parts in it. And it will always be near and dear to my heart because I work in an agency that supports the needs of developmental disabilities. So I'm always big on representation, and especially when it comes to the DD population, I don't feel they're represented um, the right way. When you know people with disabilities, and when you, you know, they're they're just they're just people. They're just, and that's one of the things I think. Boys next door didn't mock the disabilities but didn't pedestal the, the disabilities. Some people are like he's such a hero because he's in a wheelchair well no he's just a guy who needs help we all need help in areas and here's where yes. he needs help and boys next door said that, that it was a hilarious comedy but it was because of the personalities of the four people living in this house not because aha they have disabilities aha they don't they're not they don't have the same skills as everyone else first time we did it um i was working the job that was the part i later played and i legitimately was like please don't put me in that part because if i have to play myself on stage i'm going to murder somebody because is that i was a burnt out social worker at the time and um and don even said to me like i i he i don't know if he he thought i was offended by getting cast as as not the social worker but he's like you know i thought you're like no no and i played norman bolanski One of my favorite roles because – and I got to – again, to play him real and authentic without you know – I'm not trying to play disabled or play – I'm not going to say the R word um, because that's a horrible word, everybody, seriously. But I'm not going to play that and I'm not going to do that, but I'm going to play – he's a person and here's who he is. And then the second time we did it, I got to play the social worker and I was not working in the field at the time. So it was a nice refresher of who I used to be. Yeah. So that time both times we've done it it's been it's been a favorite of mine. So um will always stay near and dear to my heart. Uh I'm going to not to kiss up um but but Treasure Island Ben Gunn was I just I don't know what it was about Ben Gunn that I just loved that part so much just getting around just and I ran around the stage without shoes on, which you should have uh, just barefoot. Um, and uh, you know, like, you're gonna get tetanus. Well, if I get tetanus, because I'm like he's on a desert island. Yeah. So just threw a, a weird wig on and 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 just playing him like like the, that way it was such a fun part. And I we had a top notch cast that that time, and and hopefully you will again for the second time because it was. It was something that I never would have thought I liked as much as I mean everyone likes pirates, sure. And everyone was like, Yay, pirates, but I was like, No, I didn't like it because it was a pirate play. I liked it because of I mean, don't get me wrong, there was fun pirate stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. I I got to play another part where I did get to go full pirate regalia costume I owned. And <laughs> you know, got to have a little sword fight and and um uh do the pirate voice and everything. And um uh but then got to play the lunatic band gun and uh, I, I really felt felt like that was a huge challenge for me because there was a, a very serious scene in my opinion between uh, Long John Silver and him, where he's chained up and I, I, I know if I let you go, you're going to murder me, and it, it was that kind of thing that I'm not afraid of you, but I know who you are, and they had this real moment, and I loved that I got to do that because because you asked me I I. I I prefer comedy, but if you give me drama, it's a challenge. Yeah. Cuz dramas you got to make it real and you got to sell it. And you you know comedy there's funniness in realness sometimes, but comedy you have also have the ability to to not be as real and or exaggerate. Where drama, you still have to have all that stage skill of selling it, and making it big, but grounding it at the same time. So I, I, I always love roles that that I feel challenge me. And Ben Gunn, I felt, was a challenge, finding out that voice and finding out who he was. And especially at the end, when he wasn't just this... this uh, He wasn't this, the schmiegel that I was playing him as. I really think I, I uh, found my inner golem and was just yeah. walking around and cheese was my precious. And uh, that was that part of it. But then when you got to find the realness of it. So uh, those are my two top... Um, I will love every production of Night of Living Den I've ever done just because it's just, it's true in my heart. And when the first time you asked me to come back, I was like, oh my God, yes. (laughs) Because it's just to me that, you know, the first thing I ever directed and, and, uh, you know, as a horror fan bringing this classic, uh, playing Johnny is just always just saying the iconic line. Yeah. You know, and being able to. And I've had, I've had some really good barbers in my past. So,
1: <laughs> I, I was
0: gonna say, we, gun. yeah, I was gonna say, uh, we were it together. And honestly, and the well, yep, yeah, the, the second last time—that's uh, the yeah. first time I met you, and I just remember going, "Oh, she's good." Um, <laughs> and uh, and then Vanessa, who, uh, who I've worked with since she came into this company, do you know we've never shared dialogue on stage before? Wow. Really? Until Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> During wild. the audition, we were laughing like Vanessa. We never we're on stage together. We're on stage next to each other. We might share a line, but we never have a scene that's you and me. I don't know how that happened. We wow. just never. Our paths don't cross that way. And and I, you know, I, I've got so much love and respect for her as an actress, and and as a person. And the fact that we were so excited like, oh, we got that was fun, isn't it? And then when we got cast, I'm like, oh my god, Vanessa, we get to do this for real. <laughs> so. Um, ben is just—it's a fun part to play. And there's a lot of good parts in that and, and Night of the Living Dead. So I like the the production as a whole. When I directed it, from when I've been in it, um, even that time—the first time I saw it—I remember going in, going, "Okay, it's going to be hard watching someone else taking over your baby." And I watched, it going, "Oh, good hands." I, I have no no—I don't have any notes. It was—I was just so happy when I saw your first production of it. Like, okay, still a lot of respect for what the, the movie is and what it was. So. That's, uh, so that'll always be a favorite too. Um, I could go on. I mean, my first, the first musical Billy Bigelow will always stand big in my heart and all that stuff. And of course here, here, uh, not here we said, um, final notice. Yeah. That was the first original I'd been in. So there's always the firsts, you know, uh, lace will steak because of the, my, that, that got me in the door. And, 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 uh, I could, I could just go on and, and, uh comedies that I, this last year we set just meant so much to me I was raving about it so much I'm angry a lot of my my friends who didn't come to see it and yeah. it was is what it is people have their things, but I'm like you missed it you missed you missed a go- one of the good ones and uh, I was happy for myself that uh, and the to be a part of it and to feel like oh I did stuff I did make things and I, I worked with other people to make things uh, I felt that one did not get the audience it deserved. It really didn't. So, yeah, I agree with that. I also, I definitely think of you um, with Treasure
1: Island. That that role was so much fun. I to, loved it. And I, I wasn't. Expe- I didn't know what to expect. I never read the book or anything. The first. I mean, either. Yeah. And and I, I loved it. I really loved it. And I
0: didn't know who this character was when I got cast in. Uh-huh. I'm like Ben Gunn, okay. And then, uh, but here's here's my only anger about that. So. Uh I, I, Muppets are amazing and I so I love Muppets and I'm like, Oh, I've never seen Muppet Treasure Island either. So I got cast in the part. I'm like, oh, I wonder who my Muppet is. <laughs> Do you guys know who my Muppet is? No. You think Ben Gunn, who is a crazy guy on an island, it would be like Gonzo or, yeah, I was gonna say. or animal or somebody yeah, crazy. Yeah.
3: Miss Piggy. What? Oh no!
0: He made Miss Piggy, Benjamin a gun, and I was like, "Look, nothing as Miss Piggy, but that's not the Muppet I want to be. I would legitimately take any Muppet, but Miss Piggy. Heck, I would take Janice. But I know she she has anger issues. She has. But She's not a pig, and, there, and so she's and. And there's a love song between uh uh Kermit and her and that was played by um Dan Zerpa. And so I said, "Well, Dan, I guess we have to have learn this love song." <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and sing a duet, I guess, because I'm I'm your love interest on, on this now. So, I didn't even
1: know that was a thing.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I never wa- I should watch it because uh Tim Curry th- 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 there's never a bad Tim Curry role. Yeah. And again, I I'm a huge Muppet fan. I'd stop being a bit of a Muppet fan after Jim Henson died. I'm not as I'm going to be turning people against me. I'm about to get canceled. I don't <laughs> love Chris, uh, Muppets okay. Christmas Carol as much as everyone else does. I feel because I feel that that that's when Jim Henson was dying. I get it. There's a couple things that they did that, as a huge Muppet geek, makes me mad because they made Sprocket the dog from Fraggle Rock sing and he can only bark he's a dog so <laughs> the, <laughs> i'm so angry at that movie because of it and so i, I i've given it more I, I respect it more than i used to but i was always been a huge muppet fan but that one fell into that well jim henson died i'm not really don't feel it as much and now with the resurgent i'm more into the muppet so i might go back and give it a, a watch just uh maybe in, in in preparation for for the new season
1: well, I'll take I'll take the heat off of you. I can't stand the Muppets. <laughs> oh, I'll, uh, so come
0: after me instead. <laughs> All right, I, like, I love the Muppets. I just don't like that particular yeah. one that everyone raves about. it. So I, get to the,
2: I don't know if I have f- an opinion on the Muppets. I've, I've seen them, but I'm mm-hmm. not like I'm indifferent.
1: Kermit's a dog. I like Kermit, but yeah. like that's everyone else.
2: I, I mean, Miss Piggy. Stand. Yeah, she is kind of annoying.
0: She has she just has anger issues, I think. <laughs> just, she's always she's beating the snot out of Kermit. That's not okay, people. <laughs> she, not they okay.
1: just <laughs> All right. Another question that we ask our guests. What is a favorite show that you've seen?
0: I've seen. Okay. That's a good one. Cause I was in so many. And then what was there was the one that I was like, oh, um, Dyer Van Frank. Oh, good. ripped yeah. my heart yeah. out. Oh, that was one that I was jealous of. I was really was jealous that? of.
2: That you know?
3: was...
0: 2009? I want to say later.
2: Later? Okay.
0: Let me to... look. I got a... I got a divorce. No, no, you're right. Podcast. You might have been right. You might have been right. Yeah. That might have been right, the, right here.
2: What did you like about it? Um, that
0: particular It really... It, 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 I'd seen the movie. I'd seen the thing. So I came in expecting that to be moved. And I was still moved. I was still just like... Um, and again, that was one of my I had auditioned for. It, and then I didn't get in after I watched. It, I'm like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> still sad. But <laughs> but the everyone I like I couldn't I, I looked at the whole cast. I'm like, ugh, top notch. And there was just um, there was a couple scenes that just really, like I said, it tore the heart out of you and, and just brought a realness to these people. Um, and d- dramas are hard to sell. Because people don't want to go to be sad, Right. and you know, uh, it's, uh, people want to want the musicals because you know, people want the happy, right? And uh, I don't. I hope that sold well because it deserved to. Um, it, it was just. I, I'm trying to remember. I know uh, Mark and Carolyn were in it. Greg Blar was in it. Mike Lozinski played the dentist. Megan was Anne Frank, and I want to say Mike was the uh, was the the love interest. I always forget the names, but just little things and and knowing that these are real people and knowing, um, uh, it it, it impacts you so much. So that had to have been hard to do. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, had to have been hard to just, uh, um, sell and to be there and putting yourself out there every night. I give uh, props to that entire cast. Um, So that that was one of my favorites to see. Trying to see because I've you know for a while there was never a time that I wasn't in shows. I was like I'm going to be. Mm -hmm. I don't care if I'm doing lights. I don't care. uh, um, Was it Dark Night of Dark Intent that was the all female cast? Yeah, yeah. I did lights for that one, so that can count for me watching. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah. that was the first time I did lights in that one. I, I. I don't know if I saw the second time you guys did it. Wow. I definitely. Come on. Were you in it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Then I definitely didn't see it, and that was my loss. It was your <laughs> loss. That I, was I, I, my um, loss. Unfortunately, life gets in the way. I, I, my work schedule these days, I I I like that I'm working, but sometimes it's like come on.
1: <laughs> but, I loved the first one, two thousand eight. Yeah. I love that one, but I do think
0: we we went up ourselves. Well, with of course, the had Al- we didn't have
1: Alex, right? Right. right so. Alex, I
0: know. I, w- I was up. the
2: missing piece. Guys. I think I
0: remember watching it. and I'm just like, I don't know what is missing. <laughs> it's about the shape of. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's wearing a beanie cap, and. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're welcome, guys. <laughs>
1: Shout out Alex. No, thank you. (laughs) In case she's listening at home. (laughs) She doesn't listen.
2: (laughs) No, I try to listen to all of them.
1: Oh, you don't make it through all of them.
2: No, I'm just I'm a little behind.
0: Oh, who is boring?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not saying that.
0: She's texting it to us right now. No, sometimes That's not how I expect you to write, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> She's a mom. <laughs> oh, I didn't say That, it. that was no. I, I, I was trying to figure out how can I, it, like particularly like, somebody goes, is it me? I'm like, oh, <laughs> we only have a few moms that were on the cast. So that's
2: <laughs> no, I just, um, some of them, I'm like, you know what? I remember a lot of what we said, so yeah. it, it's difficult to like re-listen, whereas other ones I don't remember, so I'm like, I got to re-listen to it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get you. I'm being said I'm being dead serious. <laughs> okay. The Always Sunny podcast comes out the same day oh, ours does. Oh my does. god, I love you. Me too. <laughs> Me too. So I have to choose. Like I'm like, oh, wow. You, you can listen to it's both. It's like Sophie's choice. <laughs> you just can't listen to both at the same time. Right. So how long is to theirs? First?
0: There's like always like an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it, it. <laughs> I have my my podcast addiction is just you know, and every time I'm like okay, ghost lights doing not got to put another one on there. Aww. Seriously, at any time you can, I I always have an earbud in. It. It's I found it. It's been so good for my attention deficit. It's so hard for me at work when I have to sit at my desk and do work, and then I found podcasts are the magic thing that I can put them in and I'm, and my attention deficit. I'm I'm half listening and absorbing while I'm still focusing on this. So yeah. it's, it, it's I love that they exist. Um, I wish I could wear them more. Like sometimes, like, no, Paul, while you're doing a presentation, you can't have a podcast (laughs) in. I'm like, but it helps. (laughs) No. And they won't let me wear them on stage. (laughs) 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 Johnny would not have been listening to (laughs) –
1: Did you listen to my mom's episode? I have not yet. I just saw it drop. It's in my
0: feed. It is in my feed. Uh I I will show you right now. Uh uh (laughs) It is in my to listen to list. It just hasn't gotten there yet. I would not. I I was like, as soon as I saw it, I'm actually skipping a couple just to get to your mom. (laughs) And that's not normally how my OCD works. I'm like, I have to listen to them more. Can't wait to get to this one. But I'm like, no, no, I got to I've I've worked so much with your mom. Like I got to hear what she has to say. How do you you feel get a lot about, of shoutouts. Yeah. How do you feel about the two hours?
2: Do you think that's too long? It depends on who I'm listening
0: to. <laughs> it, no, I, I'm I'm being serious. I sometimes sometimes I like them in in, in little excerpts. Sometimes I, I, that's some podcasts I listen to. I'm just like, oh, get over it. And then that's not this one. So don't even. I see you give me that look, <laughs> Alex. Like <"Yeah>, you talking <laughs> about me, aren't you?
2: <laughs> no, it's just so hard because I feel like. We're so used to the two hours now, and we can we have so much to talk about with people that yeah, it's hard to cut it down.
0: I've listened to other podcasts, and I'm like that could' have been an hour, that could have been, but then I did one recently with uh a couple of my movie friends and they, they edited theirs down and I I I told an anecdote that I joked about la- later, and they cut the anecdote. I'm like, but they kept the joke, and I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> if you don't know, my grandfather was a wizard. Long story. Uh, <laughs> you don't understand why I'm talking to crows now. I'm sorry. That's that's. Uh, so I don't know. It 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 really depends. But the thing is, because I'm listening to it as background noise, that I'm still catching, and that's the great thing about my attention deficit that is background noise that I'm still absorbing. I don't mind the longer ones. Yeah. But there's some, there's a couple, because I listen to a lot of comedy ones, uh, but I also listen to some horror ones, and some of the horror ones, it's like, okay, just get killed already. <laughs> just. <laughs> All right. There's one that I don't know why I don't pull it out of my feed, uh, but he has such a, a very low tone voice, and he, he, he rambles, and he never reads from a script. It's always, he's always talking, like, off the top of his head, which for horror doesn't work, because yeah. it's like, So there was a monster, and uh, well, you know, he—he was reminded me of when I was in the kitchen the other day and (laughs) getting my mac and cheese, and the monster, I felt would have liked that mac and cheese, and I'm like, oh,
1: (laughs) come on. (laughs) I I like doing the two hour thing. We just Mm -hmm. reached the two hour mark right now. Um, Really? Yeah. Oh,
2: we were long. Oh wait, yeah, we got started later
0: because Paul
1: didn't come.
0: I don't know. It's like (laughs) I was right on time, (laughs) nine thirty-one, which for me is like super early. (laughs) If you want me here at nine thirty, say you want me here at eight. Come on. (laughs) I I'm
1: I'm fine with the two hours, and a lot of people who listen just say like, yeah, like I just do it throughout the week, yeah, Yeah. and I think that's cool because like the sunny podcast, I get through. I listen to on my way to work, on my break, yeah. and on my way home from work, and that gets me through. So then it's like, oh, I, I miss it on Tuesday and Wednesday, and mm-hmm. so I, I, I like that we could be a part of everyone's week. But if people hate the two hours, let us know. I'm probably not going to change. Like, why would we I change? Know. No, I was, we have I was fun. curious. Yeah. It wasn't
2: to change anything. Yeah. I don't know. I was
1: just yeah. No, I'm I'm also curious, but like, I don't know <laughs> that it matters either way. <laughs> so <You just laughs> fast forward,
0: fast forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. That's it, do you have anything else you wanna to toss in? ah uh, no, just uh pleasure being a part of this company uh, i i i really feel like uh that magic day that I auditioned for changed my life for the better and uh drove me to other things and uh that's why I always give ghostlight my props if uh on a personal plug if you if you watch my movie there's a there's a uh Ghost Light, there's a Dracula poster on the wall, which I know you haven't watched my movie, but <laughs> if you ever did. There is a Wait, but life. how do we watch yeah, it? you can. You can watch it free on Tubi. Oh,
1: free on Tubi. Tubi. I don't go on Facebook. I don't do any of that stuff. Okay. So I
0: need like, it, I will I send to be you told. the link. to yeah. it. I will. Yeah. I would love for some. Not a lot of people in the company have. And there's actually a line in in the film. The, the, the movie's <laughs> it called Killer. Calls Rack.
2: out <laughs> um, for There's watching. a
0: line in the film. Seriously, that is that no one understands. And it's from a time we were on stage. No, it was from a, a review we got. We had a guy – I won't name his name, but anyone who knows the ghost site know who we're talking about. Uh, last uh, Final Notice was based on him, and he was this horrible critic, and he would write stuff that didn't make sense. And we were – I don't remember the exact production. I think it was uh, – I know your father played a, a psycho killer. It was great. But he described the – I believe it was Julie's character as having prehensile eyeballs. Uh. <laughs> exactly, which makes no sense. If you don't know, prehensile is like a monkey's tail can pick things up. And so, as an adjective, it doesn't make sense that Julie was walking around with prehensile eyeballs. <laughs> and I, we laugh so much at it. And so, my movies, there's an evil scientist, and at one point, she gives the, her assistant a, a, a hump. And he's walking around, and, and and they're like, are you okay? Like, yeah, this is nothing. Last time she gave me prehensile eyeballs. <laughs> and no one gets the line. and never gets a laugh, and I don't care, because that's my little <laughs> shout-out to a very bad critic we got. Um, but, yeah, you can watch a bunch of my stuff on, on Tubi, but but okay, definitely particular Yes, free app. You can also watch it free on YouTube, but if you watch it on Tubi... The ad revenue comes back to us at some point. I don't, I don't know when, but you, as long as it's getting watched, is all I care. And then, <laughs> then, then.
1: yeah, all right, yeah. I, I I need to be informed of this because okay. I, mm-hmm. I I I don't know. I'm, I don't. I, I hate Facebook, so I try to. I I don't maybe put-
2: maybe on the post, his post that Tracy will put out for this podcast, we should have a link.
0: Yeah. Well. I don't know how family friendly this is. That's oh, all okay, fear. Maybe, maybe not. No, and no, no. The, sorry. the film's about a risque subject about a lady who gets implants that become man-eating creatures. <laughs> that, you don't know this? <laughs> yes, my movie is about man-eating a body part of a lady, <laughs> and that's why I try to kind of keep it. I understand okay, why it, a lot it. of people don't want to advertise got it. it. Never so mind, that's Tracy, all Yeah, <laughs> if it's a family friendly, It's not a very it's not a, a raunchy film, per se, considering the subject matter. It's I would say it's a it's a PG-13 at most. Only one F-bomb and like blink and You'll Miss a Nudity that I felt had to go in because it was the subject matter. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. It's it's my mom liked it. My mom hates everything. I know everything. I, <laughs> my mom doesn't like horror movies. And so she was like, yeah, it was really good. It's a love story with a monster in it. I'm like, thank you, mom. Yeah, yeah. I, I would love to give it a watch. OK, I will send you a link. Yeah.
2: I feel like we could do a whole another episode with you. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, I would there's I'll come still back a lot. in a
0: second. Yeah, oh yeah, I have there's a lot of ghost light stuff I haven't shared. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of cool stuff that that um I you know, I've been in the company for a while and just still always will in my heart, you know, wherever I uh, I think once you become a ghost lighter, you know, you're a ghost lifer. Uh, yeah, you're
2: Oh my
3: oh. god.
0: Oh, I <laughs> The mic has been dropped. I feel anything else I add to that will be nothing. Oh, I want that's going on a t shirt. Uh, That is your ghost lifer. But it's true. I think there are the people who kind of come and go, and then there's those of us who just like, oh, we found our family. And I, no matter what, you know people have moved and gone elsewhere, but still to me feel like they're a part of the family. Yes. When Vanessa wasn't living in Buffalo, I don't think a single one of us didn't think of her as one of ours. Oh yeah. And then when she came back, of course, yeah, open arms. So, you know, I, 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 I said that to Carla, like you're going, but you're still here. We're, yeah. we're, you're still a part of us. And like uh, I, that's how I feel. Like I don't, I'm always and as active a member as I would love to be because of my life. But I never feel like when I walk in, it's not like, oh, who's that guy? Right. Yeah. It's just like even those that don't know us, like, oh, he's he's. Don't worry, don't worry about him. Just keep yeah. your distance, but don't worry. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and we have stories about everyone, so yeah. I'm sure they're like, yeah. oh, that's the one who did this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I that's have... this guy. Uh. <laughs> oh, put in the face of that.
0: Oh, you're them.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to I,
0: politely step away.
1: <laughs> I feel like you're, you're probably the the Night
0: of the Living Dead guy. Oh, like, oh that's that, that guy. would okay. be great. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, especially considering how further it's gone since me. So that, that that's an honor. Yeah, yeah. Well, honor. when
1: I when I first did it, I'm like I I have to because I was so completely and utterly horrified of everything that was happening in the theater when when you directed it mm-hmm. uh, that like I I wanted to to try to recreate that and mm-hmm. then like hopefully I horrified somebody enough
0: that they're and I—I I, don't do know it. if you remember. I mean, because you were so young, I remember looking at you, and because I remember all the stuff you used to do on stage. And I'm like, someday I'll make you one of my zombies. So someday, and I think I even said it to you a couple times. And you're like, oh, okay, you're, you're going, And now it's like, oh, I didn't have to. You just took it and ran. You you, you, <laughs> you, you took you made. It, so in many ways, you were. You were just you 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 took that and like and and brought it back to the company and brought it back to the, the people. So I'm I'm honored, you know just that that's why i was just when the first time i saw it i was probably a little overclamped because it's like oh this is exactly what it should be so good good i'm glad mm-hmm. to hear that yeah
1: all right <clears throat> you want to do the social media or do you want me to do that
2: um yeah follow us on social media at star night theater TikTok, facebook instagram
1: that's right we didn't shout out carla at the beginning so shout out carla shout out carla shout out carla we miss you we love you <laughs> I kind of shouted her out. Yeah. He That's did true. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she told us uh, uh, for all of them, we have to say something to Oh, oh, oh okay. 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 Yeah. Hi, yeah. Carla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, wait,
2: wait. Do you remember the word of the day and what it means?
0: S- Sten- I remember.
1: Stentitarian?
0: Stentatorian.
1: Stentorian. Stentorian.
0: And then, Stentorian. then mine was ginkgo. Oh, yeah. Yours ginko. is some kind of tea. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not it's a tea. Like I think they make it coke. Mine's an herb that you, they put yeah. in Red Bull. <laughs> okay. And yours is That'd a loud just- person, stentorian. Yes.
1: yes. I remember the loud part. I I knew it was stent something. Stentorian. But connected, because
0: if I drink Red Bull, I get louder, <laughs> which is hard to imagine, but it does happen. When I'm, classes see me coming in with my Red Bull, you could just see them get a little nervous. Like, oh, no. <laughs> This is going to be a loud one. <laughs> All right. Well, that's thank
1: you it. for
2: listening to episode nineteen. It nineteen is a great number.
0: Yes, but it it's, is not not, double, not, it's not double. It's not, double, it's not, double it's not
2: double 10. 10. But thank you for being. <laughs> oh, thank our you for having me. Thank you
0: so much. Thank you. I am honored.
1: Next week we are going to have. We don't even know our guest yet. <gasps> We're going to have somebody <laughs> from the Sweeney Todd cast <gasps> on, and I'm so excited. Auditions are Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Wednesday. It? Don't <laughs> listen to me. Don't
0: listen to me because Monday's a holiday, people. <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday. Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday,
1: Wednesday auditions. Come audition. Uh, maybe we'll pick
0: you to be our next guest. Ooh. You Ooh. could be sitting where I am right now. <laughs> yes. Watch the seat first. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> don't judge me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's it, right? Yep. Okay. Thanks for listening. See
3: you.
0: Bye. Bye.